All right, we're we're here. We're back. Back in black. Well, you are wearing all black. That is correct. Nice shoes aren't black. Yeah. Okay. So stay woke. It's like ninety degrees outside, and you decide, oh, I'm gonna wear a black t-shirt hoodie. That's thick because I have one of those, and it's I'm gonna nice wear outside. It's I'm gonna wear uh, I'm gonna wear black sweatpants shorts, and then I'm gonna wear gray shoes. Yeah. You're the epitome of chubby right now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I feel good. I look good. <laughs> Still swinging wood, you know. Speak, speak. Okay. Wow. Okay. Speaking of good, uh, are you ready for this uh, this episode's dad joke? Sure. You got to make sure you give it your full attention though, because if you don't, you're not gonna laugh. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So why shouldn't you write with a broken pencil? I don't know. You don't know? No, Kyle. You sure you don't know? Yeah. I'm trying to build some stuff here. No, you? nothing you're getting from me is going to be... Go ahead. Because it's pointless. It's not the worst one yet, but it's pretty <laughs> close. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. It was pretty close. You know, I waited three weeks to tell a dad joke. And that's the one you came back with. It's, hey, man, uh, like I said, we're only a couple months in. It's going to take some time. By the time we're a year in, people are going to be like dying. They're going to want the entire episode to be dad jokes. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. No. I'm just saying. You ready to get going? Roll the tape. Okay. (laughs) The views and opinions of those who talk and appear on the AK Swish podcast are their own. Listener's discretion is advised. This is the AK Swish podcast. She takes my money when I'm in need. That is not our interest. Yeah, <laughs> whatsoever. Brandon D. For copyright purposes, we cannot confirm or deny that Kanye yeah, West. Yeah, she's a chicken finger. This. Whoa, changed it. No copyright now. Uh, you, you were okay. We were skating on thin water until you changed it to chicken finger instead of other things. So good job. I mean, that was that was a good save. I appreciate that. <laughs> Welcome no in, guys. Problem, Chief. Uh, episode 19 of the AK Switch podcast, back, Andrew and Black, me and not so much, Back in Black! Yeah, we had that also copyrighted, but change the lyrics on that one. Back in purple? Uh. Backpack! Backpack. <laughs> 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 uh, we got a jam-packed show for you guys today, a lot of football talk for the first part of the uh, the show. Again, we've been, been hurting you guys, you've been talking about it, you've been wanting more football talk, and we're going to give it to you here in this first part of our show. Um, and I can't think of a better way... To start off, obviously it's training camp season, man. It just started up this past week. Uh, the Browns kind of getting a lot of attention, but beside that, a lot of players getting certain attention. Yeah, uh, Andrew and I talked about this before the show a little bit. I mean, there's some crazy ways to get to training camp that we've seen over the past, you know, week or so. Years, not even. Well, weeks, yeah, even years, going yeah. back. I mean, there's been some crazy shit, man. But like. We there's a couple of things that took the cake for me that I wanted to point out to Andrew and wanted to get his opinion about. So uh, we're gonna start with the obvious one. Uh, number one, anytime you come into a, a new team, a new system, a new coach, a new quarterback that you're dealing with, I mean, and you're an offensive player, especially a skill set player, it's gonna be an adjustment. 
So what's the best way to break the ice? Come in the training camp in a fucking hot air balloon. Like, I don't know or, what... <laughs> or what you could do, and I want you guys to take your phones out right now, Which, if you're listening on your phone. It's really easy then, because if you're listening on the Apple, if you're listening uh, Apple to, podcast, it just plays while you Or you're if you're listening stuff. from our favorite sponsor, Spotify. Yes, thank you again, Spotify, for sponsoring the AK Swish podcast. Or you're listening to Tin Can Podcast, or I found out that we're on a called one called Podbean. Yes, we are on Podbean now. Um, we're on every single. That's ten, stream. by the way. Now that's ten. I think we're on every single streaming service you could reach, but, possibly. But iHeartRadio. But iHeartRadio coming soon, hopefully. Maybe. Yeah, we're still working on that. We'll see someday. Maybe. But what you could do is you can continue to listen if you're listening on Apple. I know you can do that. Spotify mm-hmm. as well. Go to Google. Take off safe search. Safe search. There you go. It's hard. Once it's and then I want you to go ahead and type in Texas belt buckle, <laughs> and show up. And break the ice at training camp like that. Is that your story you want to tell? <laughs> let me, no. Let me, let, let me get your opinion about these first before we get into Because Andrew's, again, I haven't played that much football in my life. Just one really year organized. But you've been playing football forever. Since the first grade. Yeah, so I mean, you've got stories galore. And I want to ask you some of your, maybe a couple of your favorite ones you've kind of dealt with. Uh, whether it be camp or practice or whatever. But... I mean, Camp Antonio Brown. Me. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that in a second because I, because if you go, you're gonna go, and I can't wait to be a part of that journey. But like, I want to just get your opinion on these as far as like maybe we can do like a crazy meter, like a one to ten. I have my own list too, by the way, so you can keep that. Oh, but, so uh, you want me to write yours down? No, we'll like we'll homework? do it when we when real time. We'll do it when we're actually reading it for the next episode. But we'll, okay. t- we'll tease that too coming up later on. There's a new episode, new ranking episode coming out later on this week. We're just gonna rank stuff. We're gonna rank best looking. Hamsters. Wife. Of wife. From every single. Oh. Peyton Manning does not NFL top the list. No, not at all. <laughs> I, I thought so. I'm sorry, Peyton. I, 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 held, your, I held you down and then you lied uh, to me. Oh but my what? God. But looks aren't everything. This is not. That'll be the list. I'm this joking. Has, this it's has not nothing happening. to do with anything. Yeah, we're, we're going to get back. But yeah, we'll tease that camp. later on. But at the end of the episode, we'll kind of get I thought the hot air balloon one was stupid. Antonio Brown, by the way, is the guy we're talking about. Obviously going For to the, the Oakland, Oakland Raiders. Raiders. For now. I'm surprised he didn't get shot on his way down. It's Oakland. I would have poked it Straight with a Straight out of Compton. Crazy motherfucker ride a hot air balloon. I could have like shot a Nerf gun at that and that would have been hilarious. Like it, like giving like one of those like one of those bow and arrow Nerf gun things, and I guarantee it would have popped. It would have been nice. We went to Indiana, me and Sam, recently. Yeah. I don't know if I told you about this. And we were driving back home and we saw a hot air balloon festival. It's pretty cool. Did you stop? No. You're afraid of so, all the hippies? Listen, there were so many people there. <laughs> I've never seen like we were in the middle of Podunk, Indiana. Is that an actual town? Probably. No, I wouldn't be Podunk surprised. Podunk Township, probably. Podunk Township, Indiana. Not big enough. Can there we was, confirm it or not? Can there was like, just, yeah, I'm not even out. shitting you. There's probably 10,000 people there. That's nuts. And they were just all hanging out. We both got updates from CBS Sports. What uh, was it about? CC. What about CC? Uh, CC gains another 400 pounds eating no, Big Macs. No, he's on the IL. But going back to what we were stating. Inflamed right knee because he does weigh 300 pounds. Anyway, go ahead. The bronze golden mustache of... Antonio Brown shows up in a hot air balloon. What the fuck? The training camp. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I, need, I get he's a personality, but where, okay, one, how does that even cross your mind? You know what I haven't done? Dyed my mustache. <laughs> and then, then what else haven't I done? Mm, rent a hot air balloon. Like, I, who thinks like that? Like, you got to be so outside of the fucking box. Like the, outside the box. Wasn't that a TV show back in the day? Yes, uh, out of the box. The so Wiggles, right? That was our thing, right? No, it wasn't. It was outside the box. Was the TV show? Wasn't it a Disney Channel or something? Uh, maybe. Uh, but continue your story. I'm gonna know. look it up while that, you talk. That's rough. Okay. Well, it wasn't just Antonio Brown that did something a little I bit know they crazy. Had a black dude with dreads, and he was 
Dope outside. That was wow. Okay, he was uh, dope, dude. He's one of my favorite people. Speaking of uh, whatever, I mean this these crazy training camp entrances. Then Jalen Ramsey, who we should have saw this coming. You know, from the easy again safety corner, whatever from the the Jacksonville Jaguars, shows up. Yeah, you thought I was playing outside the box. He was the host. Yeah, was that a girl? No, it's a dude. It looks like crazy a girl. Dread. I'll leave him alone. <laughs> Out of the boxes. Out of the box. Jalen Ramsey shows up in a fucking Brinks truck. All right, that now, one was dumb. But he, Locking but he down the, defenders all season. He can't even lock down any defenders. <laughs> like, first of all, this is the guy that went out. In first the, of all, no, he went out in the, in the off season and said he was humbled. It was a rough year for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He they're gonna turn a corner and he shows up in a fucking Brinks truck. <laughs> There's a couple other weird ones. Like uh, there was a guy, a fullback in Kansas City, that showed up in Clint Boyer's NASCAR. Like it was like it. There's obviously going to be some crazy stories. That's more tame than the other two in my imagination. But still, like, I don't know where you think of a fucking hot air balloon or you think, oh, you know what? The Brinks truck. Well, let's do that. The last guy who said he was going to get a $100 million contract was Isaiah Thomas, and that did not work out too well. So maybe you shouldn't do the Brinks truck thing anymore. But still, like, this is something that I wanted to get Andrew's opinion about because he's very engulfed inside the football landscape. He knows uh, a lot about football, and it's one of his specialties. So, I mean... If you had a teammate, I know it's hard to fathom because high school kids are not going to, or even college kids aren't showing up in a fucking hot air balloon for training camp. But like, if you had a teammate that did something like that, their first impression, your first impression of them was showing up in a fucking hot air balloon or a Brinks truck. Like, what goes through your head? Like, what do you what do you say to that? I barely showed up to two a days, so I'm not even going <laughs> to pretend in state. Like, I even showed up for stuff like that. Um, I don't know, because like for me, I was. The difference is for me is that football wasn't a focal point as much as it should have been when I was in school. So, like, when I got to go to spring and summer for college, because I won't drop where I went, but... Um, I don't give a fuck, Tiffin. Yeah, when I went just for the little <laughs> bit of time that I was there, I mean, the stuff was cool, but, it, like, no one showed up. Like, you don't do that kind of stuff. Um I don't know. That would be weird to me. I, I don't know. Like, like how how strange of a person. Here's do you the have deal: the be? Jalen Ramsey one's a little bit different because he showed up marketing the Adidas thing. If you notice, he had like a lot of Ultra Boost stuff on. Yeah. He had like Adidas stuff in the background. Antonio Brown's just fucking random. Well, Antonio Brown's a random person. Yeah. I mean, in general, he thinks he's got to be a trendsetter. I mean, he sets. I mean, clothing that he wears. He follows the Met Gala pretty heavy. He he's an interesting individual in the first place. So if someone showed up like that, I would just like. Turn an eye to it, like I wouldn't really care. But this but is it'd supposed be to be like okay. So I get that he's not. I don't know if you call Antonio Brown a franchise-changing player at this stage in his career, but he's supposed to be like what Odell Beckham is to Cleveland right now. He's supposed to be that guy, and he shows up in a fucking hot air balloon. You know who didn't show up in a hot air balloon? Odell Beckham Jr. And he's just as much a personality as Antonio Brown is, and he's going to a new team too. He didn't do that shit. He posted an Instagram Odell Beckham video. Jr. has more to prove than Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown left Pittsburgh being successful, and Odell Beckham Jr. But he, left but he New York out. being known for an a- being an asshole. Antonio Brown, the Ben Roethlisberger thing, we're not going to get into that. Maybe that'll be a separate episode, was tragic on Ben's part. But this, this, Ben's been known to talk shit about his teammates, so Antonio Brown's like, I'm sick of this shit. I'm going to be me. Now this, this and this is, the, is him being now, him. I take exception with that because this is the difference between those two as well. Antonio Brown sat out week 17 and decided to quit on his team when they had a chance to make the playoffs still. Odell Beckham Jr. played. He got hurt, but he played the season when he was healthy. 
the GM comes out in the offseason and says, we are not signing this guy to trade him, and then they fucking trade him. Everything I've heard, again, being around the team too, he, he's the personality he has is infectious. It's kind of like Baker's. <clears throat> they have this weird thing where they just draw people, like, it, and it, it's 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 all positive. Said, I mean, he's going to lash out in games if they're not winning, but that's we get pissed when we don't win. I mean, it's it goes from every level, no matter yeah, if pro or like not. Like I said, he, his attitude. But and his teammates his love this guy. That's the thing. Even in New York, you won't find a teammate out there that said a bad thing about Odell Beckham Jr. Except Eli Manning. Well, now, because he, Odell's calling him out, because he, he's washed up. I mean, Like I said, I'm, I'm not here to speak about that. We're, we're going to go back to Target. For me, I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly, but what I will say is that showing up to training camp like that, you can do what you want. It's about what you perform at. Um, you hope to God that you, you claim that you have eight locks in your pocket and you're going to be locked up all four quarters. Uh, if you get burned this season... <laughs> I'm gonna play that every single time. It's I think gonna happen at some point. You can't lock everyone. Well, down. it doesn't even matter if he even get, Sherman in get, 2012 got. You burned. can get burned a couple of times. I'll I'll live yeah, with that. I mean, shit. It's when you're getting if you have a off season after doing something like that, boy, you're gonna get <laughs> like first take is gonna roast you. Like you know it's coming. But uh, yeah, tell for, me. Okay, so now we'll get into this really quick before we go to break. Tell me your give me just give me your favorite story of football, whatever it is. I don't care if it's during camp. During I don't, two a day. I see I whatever. can't say some of my favorite stories. Well obviously because, if it's illegal then don't say yeah, it. But right. I mean um, or if you're gonna get you know someone's gonna jump you afterwards because you're talking no shit one's about gonna them. jump me. I mean no one would jump me, but I definitely can't say some of the stuff that happened because it was <laughs> high school, so some of the stuff that we did was Probably not. You said the best. something about a Texas belt buckle. I don't. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't no, do that, don't do that at all. Don't, don't, don't do that at all. Did you hear about you know? that kid? That was like five years ago. He took his football picture and did the Texas belt buckle, and no one caught it. And went to the yearbook, and he got as a registered sex offender. Because like, you know how many how many kids opened that book and just saw. Well, how, how big was the, how big was the high school? <laughs> was, right. it, was it Division One? Like how many counts? How many counts kids? of lewd act did you get? Oh off my of god, that? that's a um, litigation that, process. Good for man. him. That's that was a, funny though. That's you court. Know, you're like, done it. Oh my god. Um, I'm trying to think like a craziest moment that I can think of. There's got to be something like, like I mean, showing up. No one did uh, anything crazy that I can think of showing up. Even if it was like just in practice or throughout a season. I mean, just give me some practice. I have a bunch of stories. Uh, our buddy Mark Cover, uh, literally knocking a kid unconscious. That was a good one. We've seen a couple fights. Uh, late, late, great HC threatening to fight some of our players while we. <laughs> that was the first game of the season. He tried to fight Travis Joris. I remember that. Um, he was talking and he laughed and it was right after we had a really shitty practice and he he said. The fuck you laughing at? And Travis looks up and I'm looking at Travis. I'm like, oh fuck, he's about to get blasted, dude. And he's like, he's like, you think that's so fucking funny? I'll knock that smirk right off your fucking face. He's like, we'll take this outside right now. I'll beat your ass, <laughs> straight up, dude. He tried to fight somebody in class too. Try to pull down a band kid. That was a good one. Uh, right before it was like right mid season, he tried to get a kid to come out of the mate weight room because his his saying was, "What's your max, Holmes?" So we say that to each other occasionally. Um, Another, what's another good one that I can think of that's like okay to say? There's really not many I could say that are okay to say. Like that's the messed it, it, up part. It can't be that bad. Also, this is an explicit program, and viewer discretion is advised. So you but can like, say what you happened want. could get people in trouble. Like that's well, but like, what the hell are you doing at football practice to get in trouble like that? I mean, you don't know. Um, but oh, what are you? Man. What are you selling drugs in the? In no, the it had, no, 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 no. Bad, bad things happen. But um, another good one would be. I don't know. I can't really give you any good ones because, like, the stuff that happened, we had fun. Uh, after a game, <laughs> there's a good one. After a game, someone decided we the offensive lineman after games would go to Steak and Shake and eat. Uh-huh. And then the one time 
I guess all the other players decided to go, Ooh. which packed the Steak and Shake. That's a really good story, actually, now that I think about it. Um, There's like 50-some guys in there, yeah. I mean, yeah, shit. I mean, we had almost 100 people on our team almost. Well, yeah, with the JV it. and the, yeah. Yeah, everybody the showed up. Yeah. Freshmen did show up as well. Um, so it's packed, and I remember we, oh, my God, I have so many stories that I could talk about, and, like, I can't say on air. Uh, um <laughs> So I remember we all went, we were having a good time, and then next thing you know, we get called to the middle of the field, and everyone's talking about what happened. Apparently, someone diner dashed at Steak and Shake, and like we, it wasn't the offensive lineman because we go there all the time, so we're like, this isn't, you know what I mean? You're not going to do that yet because you're going to go back. I mean, that's kind of. And (laughs) so HC pulls us down in another HC story, and he says, he made, first of all, the conditioning that we had to do after that, we ran so much. We had to run so much, it was unbelievable. Then we're all sitting down, and we're taking a knee in the field, and he's like, someone fucking stole meals from Steak and Shake when you guys went on Friday night. And he just went in, blah, 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 blah. He made, he said, if I don't find out who the fuck stole those meals, each of any of you are going to bring a dollar, and we're going to send it to them, and they're going to get that as a tip as well. So, like, you think about it, that's going to be, you know what I mean, a Steak and Shake meal is like, what? Three pence and a fucking piece of hay. So like someone skips out wow, on like that was a, very a five, five, five dollar <laughs> meal, and like we we're all gonna bring a dollar, which makes no sense. And somebody finally spoke up, but that's that's I have like other ones that we can't really talk about, but like some crazy, crazy, stupid shit. Uh, during during conditioning, I remember one time, uh, headlines by Drake. These are really boring stories that I can't tell because like I'd have to get permission from said person because <laughs> that would be the only way I could tell them. Uh, during headlines, they used to say there's a kid named Overdue P- uh, Pavel on our team. And so every time Drake used to say Overdue, he used to say Overdue. And I'd be like, Overdue, he's talking about you. <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> Those are really good ones. I can't think of anything else. Nothing crazy, man. Like, it's just like you're in high school and college. Like, college, there wasn't anything crazy. Like, you have a lot of the college players that, like, know their worth on their team. So, like, for me, I was coming in as a freshman, switching positions. Uh, going from a fat guy position to possibly playing fullback for a team like that was, that was it. I mean, I didn't, you know what I mean. We didn't get to see anything crazy, nothing like outside the box parties and stuff like that. Completely different. Uh, um, but past that, I mean, nothing crazy. That you don't get that. There's a lot of good stories. I could tell a lot of good stories, and I'd have to ask a lot of people crazy stuff. Uh, a lot of, a lot of rough stuff that you could think of that happens. I feel, in I feel rooms. bad for you guys at home because in the car right after we're going to be talking a little bit about these stories. Yeah, and they're gonna, they're, he's like, I want to know what the fuck Hell happened, yeah. dude. Who it, stole the steak and shake? I don't even remember who it was. That's a fucked up part. I really don't remember. Oh, <laughs> I remember one good story. I won't say the player's name, but dude on our team didn't wear underwear to practice one day, and it rained outside, and everybody could see his dick. That was funny. That was a good one. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Everyone's like, look at his dick. <laughs> that was a funny one. Oh my god. He didn't have like compression shorts or nothing. No, nah, he just wore straight up underneath his pants. He just wore his, just his football, football pants? pants. Man, dude, I can't even. Yeah, why would you do that? Like, that's a bad idea. Well, for one, the cha- all right, I'm not chafing. Chafing, right? Is, chafing. Jesus, well, but he wore like it's raining. I don't know if he. He, he tried to be stylish at the same time, so he wore one size under. So like, you know, everything is like together. <laughs> it was just funny. Good times, man. I got a cheerleader girlfriend. I'm wearing. Oh, good story for you. So we're on the bus ride. This is a good one. Junior year, we're on the bus ride back from Stowe. So we, oh, it's a scrimmage against Stowe. It's like I just showed up for the season because I wasn't gonna play my junior year. Um, and I just showed up, me and Mark are sitting on the bus and like, we're in the middle of nowhere and like our bus stops for some reason. And so I'm like, yo, this is, reminds me of Jeepers Creepers. So we start singing on the bus and everyone's singing it. And this kid, Adam Archaki, who was like our, one of our star defensive ends, 
and he like almost comes down to like tears us singing he's like guys please stop and we're like jeepers creepers better watch those peepers it was such a good time dude that was that was a really good one that was that's a good story he was like on the verge of tears that was a they had our uh, Garfield Heights football team after they beat us. They beat our ass because we had a really, really bad leak situation in our in our safeties, and the they just ran straight um, option go routes on the for the tight end, and he just runs straight up the gut, and like he would like have the wide open lane for a pass like every single time. It was crazy. Um, they all like Garfield Heights, and I don't care. Who, I'll stand by this to the day that I die. They all fucking went in the lo- locker room and like fucking lit up, dude. They were just smoking a bunch of weed in there. You could just smell it waft. Like we're leaving, we could smell it wafting through the locker room. Listen, Garfield Heights didn't win a lot of football games back then, so th- that was gonna be. A they celebration. were all right. They weren't terrible. Their field's terrible. I mean, they don't have anything to stand. Like their sideline was, which is ironic because their basketball thing is amazing. But well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you got fucking Sonny in there. I mean, Sonny's gonna he runs a great basketball program. Was only about this big. Michi Johnson, shout out to him, good kid. Um, but their sideline was only about this big. You couldn't fit all of us on the sideline, so we're like this, we're like motherfucker. <laughs> we got into a fight against them though. That was a pretty good one. We had some crazy stuff. <sighs> happen. This is good. They tried to drug test us the one time, and I went into the locker room, and I don't care because we're all graduated now. Or I went into the athletic trainer's office, and she's like, "Hey, I just want to let you go. You guys know that uh, after they got busted at the party, um, two kids got arrested on our team, and." I remember they said that they were going to drug test us all, and I looked at Aaron, and I said, Aaron, if they drug test us, everybody is going to be kicked off this team except for Ed Drabick and Cameron. Uh, I think his name was Cameron Johnson, maybe it was. Sam would know. Uh, she was, he was in her grade, but I was like, everyone's going to be kicked off the team except for Ed and Cam. I'm like, it's, that's it, dude. That's all. People are left. I'm like, you, you have no – it's high school, all right? We're experimenting. <laughs> oh, man. We're like chemists, but with our mouths. Wow. And possibly noses. I don't know what kids were doing. I'm going to meme that. Right? <laughs> you were doing this. <laughs> that was great. Again, I just wanted to try and get some, uh, some crazy stories. I can't stories tell some of these stories because it was high school. Like, I college didn't stick around. I didn't even play that season. Like, I can't even tell that's the – like, if I had good stories – I had stories about parties. Those are cool, but I don't have stories like that. So <laughs> we'll, we'll move on here because I'll tell you the stories in the car while we're golfing. Oh, hell yeah. That's going to be fun. Uh all right, so we'll, we'll take a quick break. We'll take a sponsor break because we're going to be talking about Spotify in this next break. But yeah, uh, and now uh, you guys know where you guys are going to learn where I work now um, because we actually did get um, two more sponsors here. We ended up getting a sponsor from um, Scarpetta's Fine Italian in Fremont, Ohio, and Elroy's Deli Market in Fremont, Ohio. Those are jo- uh, conjoined restaurants, and I am the general manager at Elroy's Deli Market, and that will be. Uh, a couple of our sponsors, and let us know if you guys have any sponsors. You can reach out to us at Drew underscore UNC fan Drew for my personal, and then also AK Swish Pod on Insta, not Instagram. Like we have Instagram well, we, one we day, probably, maybe um, on on Twitter, and then AK Swish Podcast on Facebook are definitely our most active account and the most responsive one you're going to get from us is Facebook as of current. Kyle is on top of the Twitter, so you feel free to reach out on that one as well. Um, and like I said, just let us know if you guys have any sponsorships. Um, we're looking for anything that's going to get you guys over the top and anything that's going to get us over the top. We're just trying to reach as many people for you guys as possible. Hey, so. if you're a young budding business, if you know somebody that has a business that wants to get some mentions on uh, on our airwaves, again, we are lucky to have... Uh, we can flex now. We got sponsored by the big boys. Yeah, Spotify was uh, nice enough to, to give us the nod and uh, also even too now. Shameless plugs. Yeah, we're getting to, uh, we hit the 300 listener mark not too long ago, so we kind of we've been building up uh, our uh, profile per se, and we really appreciate you guys uh, just tuning in to us. So uh, when we come back, 
Got more water. football to talk about. Andrew drinking water. And uh, start with the Browns after today, I'm sure, because it was hot outside. Straight and, Belvedere. You know, it's something we're going to talk about a little bit here. Can the Browns really The cops turn this think thing this around? is water, but that's motherfucking Grey Goose, baby. Yeah, you were better when you were Ja Rule. Uh, and then, <laughs> that's one of my favorite of all I'm gonna time. I'm going to start a new segment. Uh, we're calling it the LOL moment of the week. Uh, we're going to do it once in our main Which I'm going to turn really serious because I don't think people are talking about this as much as we need to. Since it's football season, this is where Andrew gets really deep and yeah, involved. right. Me and him can get real deep into basketball, but football is my uh, my B and B. So we will obviously turn to basketball later on in the episode. We're going to talk about Russell going to Houston. We haven't talked about that yet, so that's going to be fun for us. Also, uh, USA basketball. It seems like it's starting to go downhill a little bit, at least from the standpoint of the World Championships. Maybe not necessarily the Olympics. But I don't want to get a boo boo. Yeah, that seems to be the issue here. We'll talk about that and how we can maybe what our plans would be to fix it. And then one thing bothering me. All in this episode. Start the professor. Oh yeah. The LVAK Switch Podcast, he'd be a good addition, I'd say so. Uh, so yeah, we'll be right back after this, after these words from Spotify. One time at band camp, um, you had your chance. I put a flute in my ass. That's that's. I would be would and not be surprised if you guys just did the that. mouthpiece though. Just the we mouthpiece. didn't go deep, Kyle. Just the mouthpiece. And so. then I farted. Did you play high cross? Buns? I never was in band. <laughs> I never was in band. No idea whose flute that was. And that wasn't uh, a flute. <laughs> okay. This story is getting a little bit uh, X-rated for uh, even I, for my taste. I need uh, therapy sessions. Uh, welcome back to the AK Porn Podcast. Uh, AK Porn. <laughs> <laughs> AK Swish Podcast here on the Anchor app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts, you can listen to us. You can get us at the New York Post, where someone will just tell you a gist of our show. Yeah, they talked about sports and such. Thanks. The short, sweet, and to the point. I like that article. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna dive in now. They talked about butt stuff for about two seconds. That needs to be added there too. Well, Andrew talked about butt stuff. You Kyle, did. Kyle seemed intrigued. Kyle tried to divert the conversation to what the number topic AK number point. two is. Uh, so I had a chance Thursday to go to the opening of Browns training camp. It was a great oh experience. Oh my god! Um, oh, aren't you so lucky? You had to go to Berea, Ohio. <laughs> Dude, by the way, beautiful city, Baldwin Wallace University, looks like Hogwarts. Out of nowhere, too. Like, what the hell is it doing in Berea? I don't know. I mean, I, okay, but like, still, yeah, that's a good question. So, it actually used to be, you know, they tried to move it from Berea. Trivial yeah. fact of the day: to they tried to move it to Columbus. Mm-hmm. People were not feeling no. that. It was not very cash money. Very far. Yeah, uh, <laughs> very much far. Yeah, very much. Uh, yeah, two hour drive to go see your football team psh, practice. Yeah, what the fuck? Rough. This isn't baseball. You're not allowed to go to Arizona. <laughs> For, yeah, for just like a couple weeks even. But like, no, so uh, basically, I wanted to kind of break this question down a little bit. I mean, the Browns have a lot of expectations this season. Uh, they're they're the uh, hot team right now. They're quote-unquote America's team yeah, to an extent. Right. Uh, yeah. You've been to uh, Cleveland before? Don't call it America's team yet. So it's Cleveland, Cleveland. Can they really turn this around? And I'm not saying just necessarily this year. I'm saying in general. My definition of turning a team around is being a perennial playoff contender and at one point during your playoff run, whether it be three years, four years, five years, whatever, 
be in serious consideration for a possible championship or at least getting to a Super Bowl. Like that that's my idealistic reasoning of being a turned around team. So Andrew, do you think the Browns have that in them at some point during this run of Baker Mayfield, OBJ, whatever, to have this come full circle and really turn around a team that has been pretty much in obscurity since 1999 when it came back? Besides one playoff run in 2003, they've been pretty much They're getting jaded by the fucking Colts. 10-6, and six, Derek Anderson, Braylon Edwards, uh, record run there. Um, yeah, record run. To... No, they, they, was a, they was a broken record. They had the most touchdowns between those two together, and that was a record held until Randy Moss and Tom Brady decided to formulate a plan with each other, which could was they, fucking nuts. Could they got a few more because uh, they would have played in Week 17. Well, no, the, I mean, if, if Peyton Manning, Marvin Harrison, and everyone would have played. People but, are still pissed about that. Yeah, dude, I don't care. Peyton Manning's a GOAT, so good for him. Um, we're going to go... I don't know. Here's the deal for me. Turning it around is hard for me to say. It's a record of 7-8-1. and one. And I you, want to remind you, it's not about just... So even if they go like 8-8 eight and eight this year or 9-7, and seven, whatever, it's not about just this year. I'm saying over the next whatever. I know, but I want to make sure that this is clarified. It's a record of 7-8-1 and one with three gimme wins that were lost by two or by a kicker. And then the third one, they had the opportunity and they kind of let it go. And then you don't tie that game. You're looking at a record of 11-5. and five. Say they lose one of those two games, or you tie that game, you're 10 6 and 1, or 10 and 6. Or, yeah, 10 6 and 1. No, you'd be 9 Yeah, six 11. And one. Yeah, whatever. Can't yeah. do math apparently in my head, but regardless, we're getting at where I'm saying. So you're looking at you're looking at still a winning record, possibly the playoffs. There's Well, 10 and 6 won a division last year. Are so. you that's what I'm saying. Are you going to turn your season around by adding it's not even the OBJ thing, it's the defense. The defense got, is ridiculous. They got stacked. Adding Oliver. I mean that's a that's a that's a big deal. Um, Olivier Vernon. Yeah, you 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 don't have a lot to to talk about on the offensive side as much as the defense is going to make the difference. Well, let me tell you, it's going to take more than Baker Mayfield. The the offense is no joke either. I mean, with, with the way Odell and Jarvis are playing together right now, Higgins has played really well in camp so far. He's looked good. He's kind of bound for a breakout. Callaway kind of being that wild card deep threat that you could use. He's got some size. And Joku is starting to play a little bit better. He started off a little rough in training camp, but he's starting to get a rhythm now. I mean, even Orson Charles looked good in some in some playing time. And then the running back situation. Duke Johnson is a very big question mark, and I think that he needs to suck it up and play because, I mean... I'm not as optimistic about the scenario, though. That's what I'm trying to get at here is just like... The will talent the off- is there, though. The, 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 the difference between too much of a good. I mean, this is, is too much of a good thing right now. Like, they, they, fuck, they really man. went out of their way. I mean, will the offense mend is the real question. You have too many targets. Um, you have too many targets with too many egos. David Njoku's got a big ego. OBJ's got a big ego. Jarvis Landry's got a big ego. Who's going to turn to? I will if say, OBJ doesn't get enough targets, he'll throw a hissy fit on the sideline, try to fight a kicking net. I will say this. The difference between his situation in New York and now is that I think Baker is more of a... I don't know if he can relate more to Baker because of the attention he's got it too. Because remember, OBJ blew up out of nowhere. Relations much. don't have to do with it. It's about how many targets he gets. He cares oh, no, about will, his numbers. It will care, he will not care as much if he cares about the people he's with. With, with New York, it was kind of like... We're losing, and I'm not getting targeted. So what the hell is going I, on? I think that Jarvis, Jarvis Landry is willing to take that backseat to OBJ, and yeah, I don't not? know why he would, but regardless. He knows um, who's better. I mean, no offense to Jarvis. The backfield's I mean, kind of overstacked. I mean, we're talking now. about the Duke Johnson situation. Yeah. Even the Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb situation is too much. Well, two running backs worked last year. So, I mean, that's... Yeah, two b- running backs can work, but when you have two running look backs at Ingram that and, are, Look at Ingram and Kamara. I mean, you had the one guy that was a power guy, kind of like Kamara Chubb, and then, is significantly better than Ingram. 
and by by a long shot, like Kamara. Well, we'll talk about Kareem Hunt when he was when he was going. That's what I'm getting at, though. Like Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Like Nick Chubb just had a really good season. He had the most rushing yards by a uh, rookie, uh, Browns rookie running back, and he also had the 92 yard run. He did a lot of good things. He could be the Mark Ingram. I think he had the record for that. Don't quote me on that. I'll look like a dumbass, but I'm pretty positive he did. Um, and then the other problem was like he just had to deal with Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson knew he was going to get the touches. It's like the same thing they have with Isaiah Crowell and the Duke Johnson thing. We see that didn't work out as well, and I think that Isaiah Crowell was a great running back. But now you're adding Kareem Hunt, who is a guy who is a pro bowler. He can make, he can do those things, and he can make a difference on a team. What Russian. happens to Nick Chubb? He's not going to be happy about that situation. I, I don't think, think any Chubb player is. is a little bit in a different spot because – Duke Johnson's been in the league for a few more years. No, so he's Nick he's, Chubb wasn't supposed to be. Again, let's no, make sure Nick Chubb pick. was not supposed yeah. to be in the situation. Yeah. Um, the injuries did hold him back. He was a first-round draft pick before all this stuff happened, um, and then he gets injured, and then it causes him to take a back seat and everything going on. So didn't take one last year. I will, I will tell you. I will tell you <laughs> this: is that will they turn it around? I mean, two for the stars, land on the moon is a really good saying for this <laughs> team. Of course, everyone's going to be like, yeah, we're going to make the fucking Super Bowl. Don't put your hopes that high. You, can, of course, can aim for that, but know that this team may not make the playoffs. Like, there's a possibility this team does not make the playoffs. I told you when we did our, like, our ranking show, like, our, for, as far as, like, our predictions for schedules and stuff, too, we did a couple teams, and, like, I said... The signing of Kareem Hunt was a big change for us. Um, I will say this. Now, th- this is the thing that bothers me about Duke Johnson a little bit, and it's not one thing bothering me, but it's it's something that I've taken issue with, that he's got eight weeks. To make them not want to play Hunt, they're going to. I mean, no, 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 no. Think about this. Think about, no, seriously, stop, stop. Think about this for a second. Hunt is not playing on a ten million dollar deal. He's playing on his rookie contract still. Okay, he's not making all this money. It doesn't matter. He could screw up tomorrow and get cut. Like they and they'll be it'll be water off their back. Okay, they're willing to take that chance. They'll know there, and he will come back and he will play. But Duke Johnson should have the mindset of why would you want to get off this train now when everything is moving in the right direction? You got rid of a cancer of a head coach. You have someone the players actually respect and enjoy playing for. The coordinators are great. Todd Munkin and, and Steve Wilkes are great coordinators. They're going to take those teams, those respective sides, and they're going to do great things with it. You've got a quarterback that you can trust. You've got receivers that are very talented. They're opinionated, but they're talented. Worst comes to work, Duke Johnson should say, you know what? I'm going to be a slot receiver. He should look at an, at a at a Julian Edelman, that kind of player, that kind of talent, and say, why can't I be something like that? The guy led the team in receiving one year. He's a fucking running back. I that should wa- be his goal. If he I goes to New England sure tomorrow, guess what he's doing? He's catching 10 passes a game because he's going to be a running back. He's I want to make sure that it's receiver. clarified as well. I'm not trying to be a Browns denier, but I'm trying to give you guys a level head to play with because there's way too many people giving you all these false hopes. Well, you even, know that I'm not even a Browns Vegas, fan. But... Even Vegas is giving you guys some fallacies right now. Like We're ranked as one of the teams that could win the Super Bowl. Well, Vegas says that... You're, you're, coming off of a sophomore, you're coming off of a sophomore season, and you have some guys that aren't established yet you also brought in a lot of pieces like no, nobody on the team's playoff established except obj it's the only one that who's had playoff anything uh where did richardson and, play and before? then uh, like said, vernon vernon does as well who richardson sheldon richardson sheldon richardson yeah he i mean he did as well you, for one season it's about mixing 
that young talent, the guys that don't have as much experience, even some guys that do but don't have playoff experience, per se, with guys that are this team isn't like mended that. in experience. It's not mended in any type of like relationship with each other. They haven't had any time to establish anything. You have an overstacked backfield. You have way too much eagles on uh, egos on the. We're in Philly you have way too many egos on the receiving side of the ball. You have Baker Mayfield, who's everyone has been licking his taint for the last like. Probably say he, he eight broke, months. He broke the record. He threw more touchdowns in his rookie season than Peyton Manning did. So I, I mean, mean, again, it doesn't make a difference to me. Like I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep saying that to, to like I'm seeing rankings of him like being a top, top ten quarterback in the league right now. That's fucking crazy. Like again, he has, he still has to prove things. He's not just gonna be the superstar that we're hoping right off the bat. And again, he wasn't that superstar when he played in this in the games that he did. He's not a superstar. It didn't make a difference. It's that it's it was it was an all around effort again. Well, okay. okay, that's okay. Tell me right now that he is the only reason they won games. He's not the only reason, but he's a big reason. He is one of the reasons. No, but he's again, a very big reason I, because let me tell no. you something. Tyrod Taylor starts sixteen games last year. You're winning four, maybe five. Tyrod Taylor was a successful quarterback at a five hundred level, and that's fine with me. Not with the Browns. He was o two and one with the fucking Browns. That's fine with me. You and also had a shitty coach. So, so we're, we're, now we're just going on the line of blaming people. Well, you can't take away you can, Baker's you done. Can, you can blame Baker Hugh Jackson played, for Baker not being aggressive enough. played 13 games and threw 27 touchdowns. That's over to a game. That means something to them. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Whatever you want to get at there. That's fine and with me. And he won me. seven fucking games. I'm, I'm fine with that. But again... It, seven and six as a starter. Okay, so uh, Johnny Manziel deserves to be a starting quarterback in the NFL because he had relatable statistics with Russell, West, uh, Russell Wilson on his on his rookie season as well. So right now, what you're what? telling me, it, what you're telling me is no, this. he didn't. Yes, he did. If, did you ever check the numbers? Because no. I can pull it up right now. Go ahead. I will. I actually have the picture saved in my phone. It's from 2016. The difference was right Russell Westbrook didn't there drink no and di- do cocaine and didn't Again, lose games. We're, I, we're not talking about attitude. We're only talking about you statistics. are. You said attitude is the problem. Not his attitude. That's not what I said at all. People are licking his taint. We're thinking that he's going to be better than what he is. We don't know what's going to happen. There, it, he's a superstar. Ceiling. Uh, you're saying you're saying he's a superstar without even knowing if that's going to happen or not. He's, he's, he's a superstar. You don't know that's going to happen. He, the, the, I hope it does. For the, the Browns' sake, I do. It's, but again, it's, it's already realist. happened. It's already happened. Whether it we like it or not, I'm it not, hasn't happened. It, it has. He it's is like saying that he is right. a nationally recognized quarterback and figure. He is a superstar right now in the game. It's just how it is. Yeah, I disagree. I'm not saying he's the best quarterback in the league. That's not what we're saying. I'm saying he is a superstar player. He is. He's polarizing. The guy came out on the other side of the tunnel from training camp, and everyone lost their fucking mind. Like in that, and then, I give credit. That's it's it's fine. Say what you want to say. Again, we'll see what happens with the season. We'll see where sophomore slumps are a real thing. So we'll see what happens there as well. Um, we don't know what's going to happen. What? What? See now. We and, don't and, know. And what's you know, and you know I'm not a Brown, I'm not a Browns fan. I'm a Saints fan. So I don't really have an vested interest in this per se. But like, it's like seeing it with your own eyes. You can admit to something being great when you see it. He is a good quarterback. Very much. So. I I'd I'd argue he's great. From from a full aspect of putting up stats, not only just stats, the leadership factor too. The, the teams blank. love this fucking guy. It's it's like the OBJ stuff. Say what you will about being competitive. We're all competitive. If you're in the sports world, you have to have some I'll sort of form of competitive. Once they all load, but I have, and I'll actually send it. I'll post it on the what's. And I'll even say, even if the stats are remotely similar between those two guys, the biggest difference I'm is not getting, again, Russell Westbrook won games. Or Russell, Russell Westbrook. Wilson I, threw one exagger- games. I threw out an exaggerated example because and it's he wasn't the case. a distraction. He, I mean, I think that. Very much so, Baker Mayfield was a distraction. I'm saying you're comparing Johnny Manziel to Russell Wilson because their stats were somewhat similar. When Russell Wilson again, was a because, leader, just because you again, he, crackhead leader, crackhead leader. I don't know. <laughs> it's like when a guy scores. Okay, for instance, it's like it's Jeff not Green. All about it's, stats. it's like when Jeff Green played for the Boston Celtics. Correct. Okay, he was an All Star. 
Again, on a shitty team. Borderline all-star. Yeah. On a shitty team. Well, didn't he play for the Celtics Baker when they Mayfield had those guys? did really well on a shitty team. Throwing to good receivers, but on a shitty team. Okay, That's so, what I'm getting at is saying this, is that understand he did really well, and I hope that it continues. But right now, the main focus point is no longer going to be just passing the ball, where he's getting 30 passes a game. Now you have to hand the ball off at a minimum. You're going to be handing the ball off at a minimum 30 times a game, 30, 35 times a game. Oh, okay, so on an average, again, I saw this stat last season. I don't know if it's still going to hold true this year or not, but there's about 65 to 70 plays a game for offenses. Yeah, you're probably going to hand it off around half the time. That's the goal, isn't it? You want to be balanced. Last year that wasn't for the Browns, though. They were not balanced. They started passing heavily, and that's why he was able to have the succession that he had because they gave him an opportunity to flourish, and I think that's a great thing. Again, I want to make sure that I'm clarifying because we're not thinking with a level head when I say this. Do I think that he could be an all-star? Do I think he's a superstar? Possibly. I don't know yet. We have to see a second season. Now that you've added, now that you know Nick Chubb is as good as he is and that you see that you have a cream hunt coming up, and that you don't know what's going to happen with that backfield situation, plus you add a lot more receiving talent, do you think you're going to pass about 50% of the time? Probably a little bit more. Do I believe that? Yes. But what I don't believe is that he's going to know what to do with the amount of talent that's on the field. Uh, Come on now. I don't. Come on. That's a lot of pressure on a young guy. Believe me, if there's one person, and again, this is from interviewing him, from just, you get the, the... I get gist. a Texas Tech Baker. I get, no, 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 I get no. Oklahoma not Baker even just pre- that. pressure it's, going against Ohio State planting a flag. It's his mindset. He does not feel pressure. Like it's it's some of those guys, like Kobe Bryant didn't feel I'm not I'm not comparing him in the long scheming. You know what I mean? Yeah, not long scheming things. Yeah. But some of those people, they just don't fucking feel it. They're just like, whatever, I'm gonna go out and do me and I'm I'm fucking. I think great. he's gonna feel it this year. There's a lot of pressure on Man, him. I, a lot of pressure on People are, are 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 literal. Literally, people are not just like not just the occasional. Well, I'll just throw some money and see if the Browns win the Super people, Bowl. No, people are betting on the Browns winning the Super Bowl. So he's probably all getting offers. Fuck my wife, please, so I can have a great son. Like he's getting that kind of attention right now, and it's got to be a lot for a guy like him. They have a mantra down there that was made fun of a little bit because Freddie Kitchen said at one time, "If you don't wear orange and brown, you don't matter." They don't listen to anybody else. That's the difference. Understood. This this is the difference between previous teams that were not led by someone like this guy. I don't know. You you do a lot. You are a a, an anchor in the Cleveland area. You pay attention to a lot of sports. That statement is the most redundant thing I've ever heard in my life. Maybe so, but because Cleveland fans are the second craziest people I've ever met in my life. But if he does bad, someone will kill him with an axe. When someone says some shit like that, like John, listen, if John Gruden says something like that in Oakland, we don't believe it because we know it's going to be a fucking circus out there. No one cares about Oakland in the first place. I'm just giving an example. The difference is when you can actually tell when someone means it, and the players agree. We haven't had this kind of, and I say we because Cleveland. I'm saying this team hasn't had that kind of. Connection with the coach and players. I'm gonna I'm gonna highlight time. something for you, and it's something that I keep saying. He is not the only difference maker. No, and we need to continue to say but that. But what's the most important position in football right now? And don't you dare say defensive line. Don't you dare it's say not safety defensive court. line. It's, it's the fucking quarterback. I'm, defense wins championships in football for sure. That happens. I mean, that's this is the not case. the '85 Bears anymore. This is different. I don't. You don't have to be this the '85 Bears. This is an offense Bears. league. This is an offensive league. You know I, that. I disagree. You know that. I disagree. 
I like I told you, I still think the middle linebacker position is the most oh posi- the, is the most important position in the field. And do we get bit, we got better everywhere? Do not get me wrong. And that's what I'm trying to get at. The head coaching situation made a big difference for us. Freddie Kitchens, I think, brings a different kind of. You can tell me with a straight team. face right now, the quarterback is not the most important position. You, the guy on who off- likes Peyton Manning's taint every single second on of every offense, day. On offense, it is the most pr- important position. In general, you don't win games without good defense. You can win games without good offense. I mean, again, we we've, we've seen that happen. There is one situation in the past, maybe I don't know how many years, where it happened, and that was Jacksonville with Blake Bortles. And Bortles had a 30-touchdown season. He had an outlier season. Super Bowl. I can name one right now. Within is actually within the decade. I what, think the, it's the a little Tampa past. Bay, maybe? Tampa Bay is one of them. Maybe but also, Baltimore back in 2000? Baltimore, yes. We can keep going down the list. We're, I mean, Colin 20 Kaepernick, years ago. Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job. It's 20 years ago. And they won with that team because of who? Kaepernick. Patrick Willis. Kaepernick, well, Patrick Willis, the Kaepernick, second greatest Kaepernick middle linebacker of all time. Knee, that's why he doesn't have a job anymore. That's no, why he doesn't have a job because he's not that good of a quarterback. No, he's it's really he went not. On one knee. He fucked Literally, himself the, with that. Right now, the league doesn't even need quarterbacks. The Browns would have been maybe the only team that would have signed him. Maybe. Mm. I'm telling you right now, that's the case. Linebackers. Uh, I'm not saying again. We're getting off target here. No. But like, it's it's all about the Browns right now, man. It's. I think the, the Browns. You're like gonna tell me you put Derek Anderson on this team right now? They're gonna be just fine. I don't know what Derek Anderson, 2006, because yes. Quarterbacks don't fucking matter, right? You don't need them. I didn't say that. You just said I it. Said they're the you second, just said it. I said they're the most important position on oh offense, and I said they're the, fir- they're the second most in my eyes because I think middle linebacker holds down that. Some people say safety. I mean, but that's not me. This conversation hurt. This actually hurt my soul. That's the case for me. I mean, people will it's announce a, that. It's I, not, listen, and again. I bet I'm you a, if we put this up on a, as a poll, people will, it, it'll, it'll be a little bit split, and you'll see it. The most there, important position in football right now? It's either football. Or either linebacker or safety, depending on what people are I will put at. that up on Facebook following up when this show airs on Monday. I will put it's this kicker. up. It's kicker. Kicker is the most. Actually, right now, kicker <laughs> is the most. Austin Siebert is the live or die. Actually. Because <laughs> you drafted a fucking kicker. I kickers, still hate that Kickers shit. right now are the most important position in football, and I think we can agree with that because they can't even make their kicks. Dear Lord. I'm not saying that the quarterback's not of an important position, and that's not what I said. I said that, to me, they're the second most. It's the um, leader of a team in most instances. There are some outliers. Ray Lewis is an outlier, of course. Patrick, Patrick Willis, Willis, to an extent, was an outlier. 100% an outlier. Uh, maybe even to an extent, Von Miller in, in, in uh, Denver Terrell at some Suggs point. is still an outlier for Baltimore. Uh, Took those wings. I mean, that defense is still one of the stout defenses. Yeah. Eric Weddle at safety, again. Yeah, I can, again, they're, they're Reed, good. Troy Palomalu. Like, you can name a lot. And quarterback, same situation. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying take a lot of pressure off of this kid. Please, just just do it Do it for his Why? sake. Why? He likes Let it. him go out there and free flow. He likes it. No one had gave him any pressure last season and that's why he did well and that's what I keep getting at. There was no pressure. They already he was drafted like, first overall. What do you mean? They weren't even starting him, Kyle. <laughs> they weren't starting <laughs> he him. He was the first overall pick. Of course he had all the pressure when he got it's in there. It's not pressure at all because it is a when first... When you get in, you no, have to dude, win. That's his pressure, You gotta right? let me finish speaking or it's not gonna make sense. Oh my god. As a first overall draft pick, you should be starting. Kyler Murray is starting this season, correct? Uh, yeah, because they have no other else. They did. They traded him. Josh Rosen is gone. Oh uh, Yeah, because they drafted Kyler Murray. Again, they're starting oh, him, right? They weren't going to start Baker Mayfield. Tyrod Taylor was the solidified starting quarterback. And I get that, but when you get into playing action, because now it's like, okay, he's hurt, you got to come in. What are the expectations? They You're the no, first overall pick. You have to perform. They had no expectations for him. They're like, just fucking go out there. We're already fucking losing. So we know what they said now to him. I'm it's, telling you what happened. No, they were already losing. They're like, Baker, just fucking go out there. Tyrod's injured. See what you can do. I, I find it very hard to believe no one had any expectations for him being the number one overall pick. They in did the draft. growth. Growth is the number one expectation for Fuck, any rookie. Man. 
But they weren't like, you need to get us to the fucking Super Bowl this year. If they right can, now, right now, you need to get us to the Super Bowl because first take, and everybody else is saying, you guys are going to make the Super Bowl. You're going to go 12. You're going to go 12 and fucking whatever. 12 and, uh, I can't even do math right now. Four. 12 and four. You're going to be, you're going to be the number one, number one quarterback. You're actually rated to be the third best option right now for MVP. That's a lot of pressure for a dude who didn't even play a full fucking season. So if he came out last year and just, just stunk it up, went like one and 12 or, He's still starting. You're with the Browns. You got three more seasons. He's, gonna, he's still going to start because he's the number one overall pick in the draft. But oh, it's okay because there was no pressure on him. No, I wasn't pissed off. Like you fucking suck. Of course, everyone's going to give. A, there's a, there's a little bit of pressure for growth. We're talking about growth not right now. What you just said is if he just shit the bed and didn't grow, yeah, of course. But what I'm getting at is take some pressure off of this kid. You're giving him a lot on his plate. A lot. Win the Super Bowl. Get MVP. Make the Pro Bowl. Get this team off its high. Take a rookie co- uh, coach. Put him under your wing. And make sure that you win games. That's not the fucking case. We all know that again. They stouted out that defense because they need help everywhere. This, this, well, they wanted tail, and they had the fucking cap room to do it. But like they had now, offense. They, I think they went too heavy on the on the offensive side. I thought they should have waited a little bit longer. But I mean, OBJ, I wouldn't have waited on that. Should happen. Oh, yeah. I think that the cream hunt thing was a little bit ridiculous. Well, we'll find, again, again, we got him on barely anything. But right. I mean, then that's it's a high reward, low risk move for them because if he what I'm going to say in conclusion, so, so it's not like I'm beating him to death. Do I you think are Browns, beating him to death pretty bad. Do I think the Browns are going to make the playoffs? I hope so. I have pretty high hopes for them. You had them going nine and seven this year, right? I know. I had them go eleven and five or ten and six or something like that. I mean, listen, we added some pieces on defense and, and on offense that we weren't talking about. And with the way Higgins is looking, is a little bit different for and me. And I'm not trying to take away anything they've done as far as defensively. I'm not taking the, away anything from the Browns. I'm not taking away this, from what Baker did. Baker is very successful. This, like I said, this team. Is miles apart different. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And it could have even been just with someone like a Baker Mayfield getting into that spot with the leadership. I just, like I said in the beginning of this, before we got into a little debate there, just signing OBJ made your team significantly better. The talent level's through the roof now. It's it's unbelievable. When you're and third, all you did was give up Jabril Peppers and some bullshit. So like, that's the even crazier part. I like, mean, yeah, like what? Like do a, I think Jabril Peppers was worth something? Yeah, but I, I for sure worth OBJ. Adding Sheldon Richardson, adding Vernon. Um, who else is it? Greedy Williams getting him picked up for the back or for the backfield is going to be super important. Not backfield, defensive uh, backfield, but for the yeah, yeah. defensive backfield, that's super important. I think I don't know what's going to happen with the Duke Johnson situation. Injoku, I I feel bad for him because like he's going to miss some targets now. And he's I really just so young though. I mean, not even it's not that. My problem with what, like I said, my problem with how many targets that he has right now and what I'm getting at with the Baker Mayfield thing is like. Some guys are not going to develop as much as they could have. Like a David Njoku, in my eyes, potentially had a ceiling of like a like a like a Ozzie Newsome, and like he had like he had like the Jeremy Stocky look to him, and stuff like that. Like now we're not looking at a Greg Olson or possibly like a, I forgot his fucking name now. Well, even Jimmy Graham in uh, in New Orleans when he thinking was thinking about Dallas's boy. Oh, Witten. Uh, Witten, Jason Witten, like those are the type of things I see better. Like I think that I think Njoku could fit a slot position if they needed him to because he's fast enough. He's got better hands. He 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 can be the receiver if he really needs. He's just too stocky. Um, no shout out to Jeremy. That was funny, but uh, I think that it just hurt them a little bit because now they're looking at Duke Johnson at the slot position. Now you also have Rashard Higgins who needs some touches. Then you have Jarvis Landry. You have Odell Beckham Jr. And again, those people are going to come to him. As Odell Beckham Jr. We've seen in the past, if he doesn't get his touches, he gets pissed off. Now does he t- tune that down because he's with the Browns now? Hope to God. I think, like, but, like I said, that's a lot of pressure. That pressure alone on Baker Mayfield's a lot, and that's what I'm getting at. That's, that's Not the, only are we asking him to win MVP, get to the Super Bowl, be a Pro Bowler, 
first of all, get to the playoffs and win a Super Bowl. Also, make sure everybody gets their touches. It's a lot going on for kids. It's not a bad problem to have, though, when you have all those targets. It's not. It's not I a mean, bad problem. But again, if things don't work out the way that we wanted it to, say that we go and we go an eight and eight, don't be upset about it. It's no. still a turnaround. Like that's two. That's two almost five. Like well, one almost five hundred season, and then you had a five hundred season. Like that hasn't happened in, for the Browns in quite some time. And that's the thing that we need to pay attention to. Does Freddie Kitchens come out as a rookie coach and take them to the playoffs? That'd be fucking nuts. We don't know if that's true or not. And I will say this about Kitchens before we wrap this up, because this, this was great. I think we got some spirited debate in there. A lot of yelling. Which is I'm going to get a lot of flack for this one like I typically do. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You know, it, just, it, it really is the truth. The defense defense wins championships. Again, I'm not saying, because my favorite position of all time is what, Kyle? Kicker. Yeah, right. <laughs> my favorite position of all time, and you know this is quarterback, hands down. Favorite player of all time is Peyton Manning. Uh, do I think the quarterback is the most important position on offense? Yes. In the game, sometimes it depends on the team. Um, right now, is Baker Mayfield the most important person on that team? No. Not the most important. Oh, who is? Odell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's one thing about Odell that you need to remember, and it's that someone needs to get him the ball. So Baker is the most important player. Because if you don't have a quarterback, Ty Detmer could get him the if ball. You don't, <laughs> He's just if you throw don't it have a quarterback that can get your star receiver the ball, I get it that. doesn't matter. I get that, but there's there's some guys on this team, even like an old Sheldon Richardson, is still like He's not the most important. He's player. not more important than Baker. No, no. Um, but like you have guys that are a little bit No one on the defensive side of the ball. I could see some people making the, the leader of this Miles team Garrett, has to be Baker no. Mayfield, but right now the leader of this team, based on experience, talent level, and longevity. Is either Sheldon Richardson or Odell Beckham Jr.? No, I mean that's the case. I mean it is. I mean, <laughs> there's, a, I, it, if you said someone like uh, who's the linebacker, um, Schobert, <laughs> Joe Schobert, man, listen, what a miracle story for him, dude. He's kind of like the Keekly of the team. He just, you know, he goes about his oh. business. He doesn't say a lot out in public. He doesn't Keekly get light. A lot. <laughs> I mean, he's he's that's his, his play model pretty much. I'm going to get a shit ton of tackles, and we're not we're going to try and figure some stuff out in the middle in the you know mid to intermediate to long range field. I mean, that's what he does. I mean, it's the 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 one thing about Freddie Kitchens too. Field's still like a question for me if we want to. Like, <clears> talk well, about Denzel Ward's got to stay healthy. Greedy yeah. Williams has to show he can play. Obviously, he's a rookie. And then uh, I like Demarius Randall a lot. I like uh. A money Mitchell too. He, he's uh, shown he can play some good second, third string corner. They'll be okay. Is it their strength? Not necessarily, but, but you they just have told good me it's a passing there. league, and I agree with that. It is a passing league. Well, again, I'm not. I'm um, not gonna. I'm not gonna say that like the one of the worst secondaries in the Let's league. Hope or to not, God. But. Hope to God you guys get the quarterback more next season, Browns fans. I mean, you guys need to get to the quarterback and put a lot of pressure on them. So, That's why you've added Vernon, so your, man. your mediocrity in the in the in the defensive backfield. Can I will really say show this: up. Drew Stanton, when he was running against dude, the first I love team defense, Drew Stanton, man, he dude. was scared for his life. I love Drew. Stanton. No, like without pads on. They, they I'm just letting you know, Drew Stanton. I'm gonna put this out here too because there's another guy. I forgot his name that got drafted two seasons ago. They used to play for not for Cleveland. But used to play for Michigan State. I forgot his name. I had a really high hopes for him. I love Michigan State quarterbacks because they run pro offense, and I expect them to be good. Michigan State quarterbacks shit the bed all the time, like you know, all the time. Kirk Cousins, and, and that's the problem. <laughs> it's just like Drew Stanton. I thought coming out was going to be like amazing. Was not. I forgot the dude's name now. The dude that was it. Oh, Connor Cook. Yeah, Connor Cook. Dude, Connor Cook. What the fuck Cook, is that guy? <laughs> no, Connor. He's a backup. But he's in Oakland, right? I, I thought. Yeah, I think. Uh, maybe he's in that Oakland still. I he, think I, he is. Yeah. But um, I remember hearing the story that his team didn't even vote him as a captain. I don't know if you ever heard the story. I heard his it. His senior year at Michigan State. And you know how far they dropped his draft stock? 
Like significantly, because they were told he's not a leader. Like teammates were coming out saying he's, he's not, not a leader, leader. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> this kid looks real good on tape, but and he can't." And lead you know a team. what? Uh, no one said that about Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. He had is a, a fucking leader. Listen, Baker Mayfield had a lot of talent around him his listen, whole life. Man, like I don't think there are leaders. I, I would and love to see. A, I would love to see a Baker Mayfield on a, on the Cardinals and see what happens. I think that switch they Kyler would... Murray. Kyler Murray. For us and give them Baker Mayfield, I want to see what the records would be different. He's gonna struggle a little I'll bit. I'll do an I'll be an I'll do a Madden rebuild. I'll put it on Twitch. We'll see what happens. Because I, I know they're gonna have Baker Mayfield right out of his fucking mind, but No, um, I think he's what he's 82, 83? He's rated uh, I think he's eighty three or eighty four, and he's rated higher than Dak Prescott, which is like a uh, high That's like, th- No, I'm we were okay, so we have an episode coming up on top ten quarterbacks. You better not have. And there was people. He, no, no, I, I'm not going to name off my list. But I looked at this I'm, list. I'm going to stop. They you right had now. they had Baker Mayfield in the top ten best quarterbacks in the NFL. But the crazier thing that was about that, because like if you do, you do. But what I'm getting at is this: is that they had Dak Prescott listed at like 19 or something like that, which was nuts. That's like I'm like, dude, chill out. I'm, like, I'm going to stop you right now. If you have him in your top ten, who Dak? No, never. Good. Yeah, not even because I would have disowned you as a friend. I don't. I literally have no no one on this list. Like I'll even let because nope. we have him next, nope. so you don't want to nope. see it. Nope. I have no one on my list that <laughs> nope. you wouldn't expect on my list. Like oh, I, I'm man. so mine were so so stereotypical. Um, some of them were in a different order, but we'll go past this. So we can I, I got to finish this thought on Freddie before yeah. we go, though, because I'm I love trying Freddie to get it Kitchens. Out. I think he's going to be fantastic. This but. this notion that Freddie is in his first year as a head coach is technically true, but when you've had a full season to work with your star quarterback hey, that you Williams. drafted, you weren't you weren't coaching the team, Greg. He wasn't. Like he he was he was not involved at all in offense. He was not. So dude. exactly. So Freddie is really in his second Which year is with crazy, Baker. The defense sucked last year. <laughs> the the run defense was rough. Yes, it was pretty bad. But like so, that's why you add Sheldon Richardson. That's why you added Olivier Vernon to get up the line a little bit. But I think Freddie will be fine. I think this the whole, this whole thing about rookie head coaches is getting overblown to an extent. Pete Carroll did great in his first few years in Seattle. So let's 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 cool the brakes a little bit uh, on the whole Freddie Kitchens being a rookie coach thing. But uh, it was fun. I enjoyed talking about the Browns. It was a good time. Um, before we go to break, let's do the oh, L- and 16 for the Browns. Jesus Christ. How pissed would everybody be? Oh, my God. Well, let's do the LOL moment of the week. Let, let's do this really quick before we go to break. See, I got a lot to talk about about this. Do you? Yeah. Because a lot of people aren't. like. There's a, I actually posted it on AK Switch Podcast on Facebook about what's going on right now. But you can go ahead and do your LOL moment. Go ahead and speak about it. I see. Do, do you want to press the bell? Corey Coleman tears ACL in New York Giants training camp. That's not even like the the first. Okay, so we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> it's it's not that funny. It's pretty funny. There's a lot going on in New York right now, and I don't know if you you paid attention to that at all. Sterling Shepard just got injured. Corey Coleman tears his ACL, and then Golden Tate is suspended. So. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have I have three questions. Real the quick. new Cleveland Browns of the NFL, the new York Giants. So I, I have three I have three <laughs> questions. It's like, do you go run heavy and put all that pressure on? Chicago oh my God, he's gonna run for two thousand yards next year. He's gonna have to for any. <laughs> Talking kind about of imbalance of offense, there's a team who's gonna run the ball fifty it's times a, a game. <laughs> and then, and then, what do you do? Oh my God, what do you do with Eli Manning? Do you even like play him next year? Oh man, I mean, you're paying him all that money, but do you just like start Daniel Jones and see what happens? Or like, does that hurt him? As a listen, like you, man. Okay, so as as I follow a different, a lot of different people who do like training and like trying to develop players, you shouldn't put Daniel Jones in that scenario. But I already kind of have a feeling that's what they're gonna do is they're gonna play him some games next season. 
Daniel Jones has no targets now. I mean, Eli Manning doesn't have any targets. You don't want to hurt Eli Manning. I'll tell you what, But man. then you don't want to underdevelop Daniel Jones, who's already a shitty quarterback. If you're Eli Manning right now, man, get your retirement plans ready, buddy, because you're going there early. That offensive line sucks a bag of dicks, too. Yeah, the whole team. <laughs> I feel bad for actually who I feel bad for is Kyler Murray. Kyler oh Murray's got God. a really shitty offensive line right but now. But at least he can run. Like Eli Manning can't run. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. You start Daniel Jones because he's somewhat mobile. It's like there's a lot of questions. Like right now, if you're in the front office of the New York Giants, you probably have a gun in your mouth. Like you're like, dude, <laughs> oh my I, God. I think I should just blow my brains out. Gentlemen's like, it's great. Like, We're doing uh, fine. Oh my God, I love my life. I love my team. Uh. <laughs> not, not going on, dude. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a lot. That's a lot of questions. So basically, the New York Giants are your LOL moment of the week. They might go 0 and 16 next Holy season. Holy Lord. I don't think there's like a team that's worse than them. Oh. I mean, Arizona's up there. Arizona's for sure. Miami's going to be rough to watch, too, a little bit, I feel. I think Miami's going to be all right. I think, uh, and I love Rosen, but yeah, I don't they, know. You were on Rosen's taint, dude, hard. Well, he, again, a situation where the guy is a I very. Love the UCLA quarterback. He's a very old school quarterback. He doesn't like to run. He likes to be a pocket passer. It's hard he's to come really by today's day and age. It's true. He does have a very big nose. Big schnoz, if you will. But, uh, I mean, he's, he's in a rough spot. I mean, Devontae Parker, and that's it. Good luck. Yeah, for sure. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, so we're gonna take a break. Can you we'll win games with just Shaquan Barkley? Like that's gonna, I don't know. We're, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna find out. Tune in. Tune in. Uh, actually, tune in this season. <laughs> did you know this is our last week without uh, football? Oh, yeah. like last week was last week without football. Next so Saturday's the Orange and Brown Sprinters. Yeah, that's where yeah, the Browns. We've already this is too, football so. season started. Kyle, training camp was uh, official this week. This is this is it, man. It's football season. Tell you what, it's gonna my be brother awesome. started football. Ryan, seventh grade football. Got his helmet. Nice. And Sean's golfing? Yeah. You guys are sports turning, family, huh? Turning them around, man. You're trying to be the Mannings, are you? Yeah, and turning them around. <laughs> are you Archie? <laughs> Sean didn't have a driver all season during golf. Nice. He was hitting a five wood. Hell Terrible. Yeah. Dude, just he's blading it and just it's just going straight, like straight on the ground, just rolling. I can't believe I forgot to tell you this. All right, so before we go to break, because I keep saying we're going to go to break and we haven't yet. Uh, today, what is today? Sunday, the 28th mm-hmm. of July. Colton, at the sterling age of... What is it like? Twenty months? Twenty-one months? Made his first asshole basketball shot today. Asshole. Actual. Actual. Sorry, Tanner Lisp. He was just Kobe. Kobe. Two hands right here, about six feet away from his little little tice basket. Shot it. Fucking beautiful. I picked him up, carried his ass around the apartment like he just won the fucking championship. <laughs> He's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was honestly, I. <sighs> I've never had a proud. proud I moment. had one ghetto tear. One ghetto tear rolled down you... my face. This kid, at the, under the age of two, is already making shots. He's already getting buckets. It's unbelievable. I, I can't. I am so proud of my son, and he has no idea how proud I am of him right now. But it's 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 everything you could dream of, man. It's like if your dog dunked a basketball, you'd just be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. He probably could with the paws that he has. He's got to get paw on the damn ball already. Yeah. Your dog's got big ass paws. Yeah, he's only 15 weeks old. That's a big dog already. You know what that means? He's got a big wiener. No, he's got a little button button penis because he's still a baby. So, like he pisses on himself. You, kind have, of you stuff. have hope. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> as a dog dad, I mean, I'm your not do, his real dad. Your dogs so, be like, like walking around fucking the neighborhood, and Clyde is like <laughs> walking down the street like big dick dog. <laughs> yeah, his knee slapping dog. <laughs> that'd be All gross, dude. Like, <laughs> I mean, that'd be so gross. Like, your dog's a pack of heat or something. He's yeah, uh, right. You mean my horse? All right. Uh, <laughs> gross. We're gonna about, come back. We're, we're gonna, talking about animal penises. Well, we should, this, you should take this straight out of here. This, this is going out of off the rails a little bit. We've talked about a lot. There's a lot of porn references in this. I don't know why we're doing that, but uh, sex sells is America. I guess not dog sex. So that's gross. You sicko. All right. When we come back, we're gonna switch gears back to basketball for a little bit. We're gonna talk Russell Westbrook to to Houston. 
It's a, it's a repairing of the uh, the beard and the weird uh, dresser. And then uh, we're going to get into uh, USA Basketball to an extent, kind of what's going on with them, and then one thing bothering me all on the AK Swish Podcast. Back after this, guys. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Yeah. Stay with up? us. Yeah. Nah, I think I'm going to turn it off. I'm going to go in the house now. been sitting in the car for like 10 minutes. My wife's probably thinking I'm texting my other girlfriend. Yeah, well, you just admitted it, so there you go, buddy. No, we just we just chill. You're listening to the AK Swish podcast on the Anchor app and wherever you listen to podcasts. Actually, I've been playing AFK Arena, so I'm, I will get a sponsor by that. I got other friends hooked to it. I'm actually going to start playing uh, Dungeons & Dragons with Mark. That's going to be fun. Because Did you know you get to make up your own character? No. Yeah. So you can make a guy, like a goblin, with dick fingers that like fucks people to death. You That's weird. More sex references. But like he said, you can literally do whatever you want. And I'm like, all right, so what I want to do is I want to make a teddy bear that's this big. This big. About, what is this, two feet? I'm going to be two and a half feet tall. And under his armpits are vaginas with sharp shark teeth <laughs> that shoot out acid. Just do, do, do. <laughs> you just make up some stuff like that. Sports. All right, so. Sports. <laughs> This is a sports podcast. Welcome back, everyone. AK Switch Podcast, I guess. Yeah, at this uh-huh. point, we're talking about so much other shit. I have no idea what. Uh, this move happened, I this guess. This won't be our best episode. But yeah, that's yeah. pretty funny. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we did everything, man. We cried a little bit. We yelled at each other. We laughed. We're going to be, be like, we're gonna be like, you can skip over this week's episode. We just came back. So like, it might be good. It might be bad. That's up to you. You take it in an interpretation, all and, right? And by the way, before we get into this, this whole is the Russell contemporary thing going to Houston. Yeah, we Basically, the new format I've kind of think that might be kind of cool to try is... Uh, have a main episode release every Monday to get consistency down, and then uh, on later on the week Thursday, Friday, whatever, kind of do like a ranking episode like we did before. It was it was popular. A lot of people top liked it. ten coach moments. We're no. gonna do top tens. I like a top ten. Top tens are good. We're gonna do that. I think, we're gonna continue. Going we're on. gonna top ten it to death. Yeah, so, then we're in a top thirty. And if you have a topic you want to do top tens about, it doesn't have to be sports related. Let's 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 expand our horizons a little bit to an extent. If, top if the fans ten times you took a shit. <laughs> I got a couple. Of them. I bet you do. Uh, Yo, so, listen, after you drink a lot of draft beer, sometimes when you take a shit, it's <laughs> life changing. This is not a story about Dale last week. Uh, by the way, happy birthday, Dale! Happy birthday, Carrie. Yeah, she, she turns Carrie's birthday. She turns what thirty four. Care Bear's birthday. No. <laughs> Care Bear's birthday today. She's uh, twenty five. Twenty five. Yep. Yeah, aren't we all? Yeah. Well, not you. But. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 25. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> oh, you're half. You're halfway to 30 in your 20s, man. I don't really know. That that's that freaks me out, dude. I don't want to talk about that. Does that not like hurt you a little bit in your soul? I think I feel older because I have a kid, and he's like getting older. Like he's Fuck like he's starting to. He he knows no now, and no way, and like it's he's so much to handle. I don't even. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna we're gonna dive in now to this Russell Westbrook to Houston thing. There's only one ball in Houston still, right? I mean, they they still have to use one basketball for the games. They can't get two, right? I don't know how this is gonna. I don't know what's gonna. Now, people are saying like because they played together when they first came to the league, but there were two different players when that happened. Like James... I don't know, Russell Westbrook was the same player. No, but I'm saying two different James players. Harden? Like James was coming yeah, off the bench. Man. He was you know he was looking to be like the sixth man of the year. Now he was the sixth man of the year. Wasn't he? I mean, MVP. Shit. You know what I mean? This is like. 
not reigning this season, but the season before. The top two players got, in usage rate are, 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 are running, the, running the show in Houston, man. It's hard to really speak about. I mean, Russell Westbrook, congratulations from getting out of that shitstorm in Oklahoma. I mean, that's just like you knew it was going to be a bet. At least they're getting to the playoffs next year. Are they going to be successful in the playoffs? We don't know. I will say this. The difference between Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul was that Chris Paul had a three-point shot consistently. Like, uh, Russell Chris Westbrook. Paul's a bitch. <laughs> that's a difference maker. Like, yeah. If, but I, if you ever want to ask anybody's opinion on Chris Paul, ask for John Rondo. He'll tell you exactly what you want to hear about Chris Paul. Well, and you're also hard for Rondo, too, so I, I am, you're a little bit biased in that there's conversation. A, there's a series called Beef. What's the Beef? And they went over the whole beef history between uh, Chris Paul and Rajon Rondo. And Rajon Rondo has been quoted, and this is, you can look it up right now, said that Chris Paul never won a championship. And he's been right so far. He's like, that's the difference between me and Chris. I'm a leader. He's not. I'm like, he's. <laughs> he got one championship. Preach, preach brother. I with, mean, with the, hey, one's with, better. With the big three and Garnett, Pierce, and Allen all sacrificing. So but he could without run the show. Rondo, without Rondo, I mean, I don't know oh, how. Oh, it was su- a big deal. He was yeah, a big deal. I don't know how yeah. much success because it became the big four. Like, that was a that was a topic for everybody. For like a year, they were the big And then four, Rondo yeah. led that team in scoring. He didn't even shoot the fucking ball. <laughs> he drove. That was when yeah. the fake came in where he did the behind the back shit. Oh, my the God. Fake that fake is so dope. That's one of my favorite. When he did that to LeBron, just LeBron trying to glass. And then turns around and, like the ball's not there. You know he's like fuck. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things. All well, that time. was young LeBron too. So he hit his head on the backboard, fell down. You know, uh, got up. He, was, he never got hurt when he was young. I got but. a couple topics to talk about too. We'll throw in some <laughs> other ones between this Russell Westbrook one because I ahead. just thought about well, it. What do you think about Russell being in, uh, in Houston? I, I think it's it's hard for me, man. Like it's the, like they still don't have that small forward position locked down. So I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do. They don't have a power forward to really PJ lock Tucker. down. PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker is he plays power forward for them, so that makes no fucking He's sense. He's got to move up, I guess. That team's gonna be weird next year. I mean. <laughs> They have no assets now, so like really, you can't like go out there and be like, yeah, "How do we have two for... guys that average thirty points and ten like, assists, and, and but we still, still fucking lost forty nine <laughs> games?" <laughs> like they'll make the playoffs, but I don't know like where they they still might be the one seed. I've been seeing a lot of like I reference this a lot, but understand this gives you quite a quite a an insight for next season. It, maybe some of the players will be a little bit overrated in the game, but when you do the NBA two K rebuilds, I've seen a lot of the times where it's either the Clippers or it's the Houston. Or Houston winning the championship, and that's it. And like Russell Westbrook wins MVP, like Finals MVP, but like season MVP is going to fucking James Harden almost every single time, unless it's Giannis. But it's like those things are like realistic. Like you're hearing, like those are names that you expect for next season. Like if you're thinking three guys that are going to win MVP next year, maybe four. You're thinking Giannis, James. You're thinking James Harden. By the way, not LeBron James. No, he, Maybe he'll Anthony be in consideration Davis. again next year. He'll always be in consideration. Yeah. He'll be 106, and they'll be like, Jay, uh, LeBron James in the retirement home, not playing this season, ranked at the sixth position on MVP race. LeBron James <laughs> in the grave, still predicted average 25, 5, and 5 this year. I yeah, think. like that's going to happen. <laughs> but like you get that, or like Kawhi Leonard. I expect Kawhi Leonard to possibly get close to winning an MVP. Uh, Dude's still going to get buckets, and he's still one of the best defensive well, players. Well, yeah, but in the he's league. got Paul George. Now it's kind of like, I think he's more focused on getting postseason MVP. Honestly, I thought, MVP. I think he deserved MVP last season. But Kawhi, yeah, he had a pretty damn good year. I mean, you won the ch- <laughs> well, <laughs> you know even, I mean? even the regular season. What Toronto like Giannis, won fifty nine games? Is Giannis were... the most valuable player on the on the Milwaukee Bucks? I think the Milwaukee Bucks without Giannis don't make the playoffs in the East. Uh, now, not the one now especially no, yeah, you're not winning at the one. You're not getting the one seed. No, you won sixty games. You're no. gonna win like you're gonna be like seven, eight, maybe six. They'll have, they win like four. Does games, Toronto maybe? make the playoffs without Kawhi Leonard? Yeah, they'll make the playoffs. I don't think they do. Really? Yeah, Pascal Siakam and Kyle Lowry leading that team to with, with Gasol and all those guys and Ibaka uh, and everyone. Uh, again, we're, we're we're assuming we're assuming that Demar Derozan's gone and then Kawhi Leonard's still gone. But you wouldn't have gotten Marcus All without that. Kawhi oh, I was Leonard talking about this coming season. That's no, I'm saying like say you take 
away what happened oh, with Kawhi no. Leonard. Yeah, They're not the making w- the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Like when you're yeah. you're laying out the MVP race, and that's kind of what's going to happen this year. Like both those guys chase MVPs. This is why I transitioned to this. Like Russell Westbrook chases stats. Like when me and you talked about this trade happening, I don't think that Russell Westbrook's Russell Westbrook's goal isn't to score a lot of points. Russell Westbrook's goal is to. Get 20 points, 10 and 10. That's all. He doesn't care about anything else. James Harden cares about putting up 50 shots. So who's that benefit? Russell Westbrook. He's going to get his assist. And you saw last year with Paul George. Paul George, and this is the thing. We talk a lot of shit about how, like I said, and I've, I've said it on air, Russell Westbrook, we get a lot of slack that he's a bad teammate. No, he's not a bad teammate. Because of the attitude thing. I'm not saying like. Well, he wants to win. He's but pissed off when he loses. I mean, that's Who against, took a so backseat in points last year for OKC? Oh, uh, Russell. Russell Westbrook. Not but shots what did necessarily, he, but... What did, he do, what did he do when it came down to the assist? He had more like 14, 15 assist games than he's had in quite some time. Because he's like, here, just fucking shoot the ball, dude. I but, don't care. Just rack up my stats. But one of the things that kind of killed Russ last year was that he the, the closer thing where he tried to take shots. He and wants he, to be. I mean, But he's, he's not. He's not. He's not, not that guy. Paul George, Paul George is somewhat... Paul George kind of developed that role last year a little bit. Because when he averaged my 27 favorite, a game... My favorite I mean, shot of all time, and I've done it on Doug, is the... When he, Told everybody to slow the tempo down and it just pulls up from the logo. Like that shit was dope. Like that's like Paul George is that guy. He'll do that. You know what I'm saying? Russell Westbrook will try to do that, but he's got to turn it around this season. That jumper needs to be fixed. And it's he's kind of has that MJ problem. You know what I'm saying? Except and he can't pass his his defense isn't as good as MJ's, and MJ couldn't pass as well as Russell. But um, you need to develop a jumper, and it's something that I've been talking about with the LeBron James thing. Like that's how you your longevity of your career is well, by diversifying your game. I mean, fuck. Can you imagine if Ben Simmons had a reliable jump shot? But think about it. The spacing on that team, especially being in, I think that a seven-second offense from D'Antoni for... Two ISO players is going to be pretty rough. I I get the ISO thing, but a seven-second offense for two guys who love to run the floor... Which is also true. It's double It's going to be... The defense is going to suck next year because neither one of them are defensive goats. I mean, Russ Uh, can hold it down. He's very intense. He'll take it personally, I think. Harden Harden actually led the league in um, ball deflections. And um, loose ball deflections. Well, yeah, he got pissed off because people were saying he can defend, and Which, it was it was over still, and over again. But he's done it like a, it's, he's never going to be defensive player of the year. But if he can be adequate, he could if he really wanted to. Defense is one of those things where like as long as you have the IQ for it, and you can do it. You know what I'm saying? Well, like the, I'm not the fastest guy effort. on the floor, but you know I play really good defense when I need to. I can lock people up. It's effort, right? Yeah, I mean, right. You got to be able to put in the work on defense and able to read. Like honestly, IQ is a big thing. So really, both of these guys have to come out next year and have the IQ to lead this team because that you are it. Well, how tired I, are you? The whole league's like that right now with the you dynamic got, duo you, thing going. You got to ask Harden and Westbrook. How tired are you? Guys of not being in the finals and not winning championships because you are the two. I mean, two of the best we know in the how league. tired they are. I mean, front office was tired. That's why Chris Paul's gone. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think you, Chris you, Paul was tired of not doing it. You gotta like at some point you gotta say enough is enough and fully commit yourself to playing both sides of the ball and win a fucking championship because it's getting old. You guys are getting old. James like, Harden's attitude is a big problem though too. Like and what I've heard from what happened with him and Chris Paul. Chris Paul does not have a good attitude. So no, let's start there. Chris Paul is a crybaby bitch. Well, um, and he's, been, he's been known as that. I mean, I like the guy as personally. Like, I see all the charitable works he do. I like watching all the YouTube videos of, like, him hanging out with kids outside, him going to, like, the, the wrecks and stuff like that. But I've heard a lot of the times he's he's whiny. That's what he is. I call him a crybaby bitch. You know, that's just my language. But, like, he's whiny. He really is. And, like, he, he was, like, he was trying to get to James Harden and understand that, like, I'm trying to teach you how to be better. And James Harden, with the dick hanging down to his ankles now because he's got an MVP and he's, like, top. I'd probably call him top five in the league right now. Oh, yeah. He he's like, fuck you, just give me the ball, dude. I don't really want to listen to you. You're not important anymore. Go you're see irrelevant. The yeah, you're <laughs> irrelevant. The and that's the thing, like, he's not irrelevant. I mean, we we went over like efficiency the one episode. 
um, when we were talking about the Kyrie Irving in the playoffs thing. Like, he's not efficient at all. Like, he was very inefficient in the playoffs, and so is James Harden. But James Harden seems to, like, even with inefficiency, like last year had 20, what, 25, 28 points on, like, 6 of 27. Like, how did you get so many points? Like, 15 you know, free throws? I think, it was three, <laughs> I think it was 3 and 27 or something like that. It was, like, crazy. It's just, like, he knows how to get it done. That's a difference maker. And, like, I don't know how that's going to work out with another guy who just wants to get it done. Clint Capella is going to have... He's a, licking his chops right now. Dude, all yeah, those lobs all the, yeah, Not even just the lobs. The lobs are, like, not the even that. It's all the fucking bricks, dude. Like, it's like... <laughs> he's like 18 rebounds rah, 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 rah. He's going to be the new DeAndre Jordan. Like, this is going to be it for him. Like, listen, dude, when he heard that he was going to wrestle Westbrook versus Chris Ball, who can shoot a little bit better and a little bit more efficient, immediately got a hard on. He's like, dude, I'm about to eat this season. And that's the thing, like the pick and pick and roll. If Clint Capella could learn how to play the pick and pop, that'd be amazing. Because he has a little bit of a jumper, but it's not. He, yeah, you're not. It's you're better not than Al You're not Al Horford. Well, fuck. I mean, yeah. Al Horford can hit from anywhere, but I mean, like he's got the three. But I mean, yeah, <sighs> but that's a. Uh, that's going to be an interesting. That'll be. You an know, interesting be a really fit. good trade for them if they be willing to instate something. If they trade a Capella, <sighs> for Aldridge. Yeah, but like, okay, that's that's the definite win now scenario, and I didn't think I'm willing to give up Clint Capella for that, an aging Aldridge. I'd give up Clint Capella if we're talking about an older guy to give him up for. Al Horford, <laughs> I'd take an Al Horford on that team. He'd be perfect down there, actually. A pick and pop scenario, dude. Dude, yeah. Aldridge is money. That's where I was like, there. I was thinking about the, I was thinking about the notion with the 76ers getting into that subject as well. Is like, we were really talking about like, why would Al Horford go there? And then me and you just got done talking about this because originally I thought it was going to be the 76ers in Houston trading the Chris Paul Ben Simmons situation. It makes sense now. The reason that, the reason that why the reason sorry the reason why they had struggles in the playoffs is because of the penetration from Ben Simmons trying to attack the basket, and then also the post up game of. Joel Embiid. Embiid was kind of blocking each other, blocking it out, yeah. right? So if you keep Joel Embiid now, because now we know what's going to happen. Joel Embiid is going to play the center position. That means they're moving Al Horford back to his natural position to power forward. So that's going to be nice spacing for them because now it's going to be a driving kick scenario. It's also going to cause pick and roll, pick and pop. Imagine a pick and roll scenario because Al Horford's a good ball handler as well. Imagine him doing a pick and roll with Joel Embiid. That's scary to think about. You know what I mean? It's not going to be perfect, but it's the a scary slowest scenario. pick and roll in the history of mankind. It's going to look <laughs> all right. Like they did some things, like Tobias Harris. We're forgetting that he just got seven billion dollars to play for the 76ers for the rest of his life. Fucking max contract. Um, it's it's this league's looking a little weird. It's a, a couple, di- it's a dynamic dual league, right? Except for the 76ers. 76ers yeah, they're, right they're now the have weird like team four, that have like yeah, like four, four like guys that could be actually their whole fucking starting five is almost. Well, you ask if you ask. Uh, Experts, they'll say it's Simmons and Embiid. They're not going to take Harris and Horford. Tobias Harris is, you paid him that much, he's an all-star. You better be, fuck. I mean, yeah, you paid him that much, he's an all-star. Like, <laughs> well, that's then in the L.A., role. you got the, the Davis and LeBron. You got the uh, the Kawhi and Leonard. You know, Houston now has the Russ and, and James. Miami it's, is just to be bothered. They're, trying to like, <laughs> they're like trying to put together like that Pelican situation, and I'm like, the Pelicans, they're like, Zion and Lonzo, and I'm like. The Pelicans are going to be fun. What? And I was like, the Pelicans I, are going to be fun. Have you been, watching, the, have they been watching their uh, summer, uh, summer League shit? No, because Zion stopped playing, so I They're doing watching. really well. What's Frank over, Jackson, yeah, Frank Jackson was Didn't the backup point guard. No, I think uh, who won the, uh, it was Utah, I think, or something? I, was like, I thought it was like Orlando or someone, or something, something, something stupid. It was a team that you went, Memphis. Memphis, Memphis won, yeah, because John, 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 John Morant wasn't uh, playing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they didn't really need to. What the fuck? All right. Well, Brandon Clark's an really all-around good. guy, yeah. yeah. He could play the power forward or small forward He won MVP, Summer League, so that was pretty cool to have a rookie win it. Rudy Hashimura did really well for the Wizards, too. I saw that, too. Uh we could talk about summer league for hours, dude. What uh, you said you had a couple of things. Yeah, Zion about. signed with uh Jordan Brand. 
which was like shocking to me. I didn't think really? I thought he was going to Nike. Well, it's but then I forgot still a about subsidiary the, of Nike. Well, yeah, I, so. I, mm, we talked about that. It's its own thing, kind of. But yeah. like Nike still owns Jordan brand. Like it's it's Jordan's, somewhat yes, it's Jordan's yeah. brand, but Nike does. Let me let me rephrase that. Yeah, Nike ships out Jordan stuff. Basically, they're basically like uh, the middleman, if you will, to Jordan products. It's like a merger. If a merger yeah. happened and they kept both companies, which is weird. By the way, that Sprint and T-Mobile one officially went through. That's a big deal, man. All right, so I should get 6G service now, right? Soon, yeah. Literally, the phone should suck your dick and you can talk to Jesus. That's it's coming soon. Can't wait. Listen, Can't all wait. Sprint users, I don't even work for Sprint anymore, but if you're if you're looking towards the future, your phone's going to suck your dick, or if you're a lady, lick your clit, and you're also going to get Jesus phone calls. We've done- Full-blown, extraterrestrial Jesus phone calls. Jesus in a UFO, hanging out with ET phone calls. Ever wonder what the Holy Ghost sounds uh, like? Not anymore. <laughs> you're going to speak to him. <laughs> And he sounds a little bit different than you think. There's so. a lot of sex in this episode. It's funny, though. A lot of sex in this we episode. We usually don't do that. So. No, not no. at all. This We're not weird. even like those people in we public. We could go away for a couple weeks and do recorded shit and come back, and it's awkward now. I don't even know. But, um, I yeah, can't make eye contact with you. It's there's going to be a lot out. of cool stuff going on. <laughs> They're also talking about, right now, this is a funny funny fact for you, because like I said, I like to find trivial things. Um, right now, Terry Rozier is the only player on the Charlotte Hornets that is not either signed by Nike or Jordan Brand. Only player on that team. Adidas? Puma. Puma. Fucking why? I love those <laughs> I shoes. I want to buy a pair. Yo, did you see um, Donovan Mitchell's? Is Adidas? Yeah, those are dope, dude. They kind of, I don't know. They're kind of I thought wonky. about buying a pair for uh, for next season. They look kind of wonky to me. I don't know. I don't know, because you like, you know, I wore the Crazy 8s. Crazy 8s were comfortable. They just cut into the back of my ankle. They're heavy as shit. They're very heavy. They're very heavy. You want to wear ankle weights? Nah, wear Crazy 8s. Yeah, right. <laughs> Heaviest shoe I've ever worn playing, and this is something Grant does all the time, but since he weighs negative six pounds, um, his phone posits, phone posits are super heavy. I mean, just picking one up, it weighs like at least three pounds. I'm still on the LeBron train. I'm sorry. Did, yeah, I've always, you know, I mean, I wear lows all the time. Why for do, a big I do guy, a... Yeah, it's the one thing I like, I'm on the fat J will for a reason. Well, you guys try to get me to start wearing like fucking Kobe's and shit or whatever. No, like, LeBron, LeBron lows. I still want you to wear. I think you'd be fine, but you still won't buy into it's it. It's the like, ankle thing, it's man. the most comfortable shoe I've ever worn in my life is the... LeBron, LeBron nine lows. I'm wearing a pair of Fireberry LeBron nine lows. They don't even look low. They look like mids. No, they're low tops. They're just like, that's how, you can see my ankles, so I mean, low top. Comfortable. They look nice, too. It's scary to me, you know? Do you know what size shoe this is? One of the rare size shoes you can find. 11 and a half? 12 and a half. 11 and a half is normal. You, you know, yeah. like, because what happens is, is like most shoe stores, it goes like this. You can get halves all the way up until 12. And then it goes from 12 to 13, right? You yeah, see that well, on the I sign. believe me, I'm used 12 to 12 to 16, whatever you want to go to. 12 and a half is one of the rarest shoe sizes to find, and I found these in the 12 and a half. Yeah. I need 14 and a half, but they never have. And, it. like, you can see where my toes are at. Right, right here. Right there. <laughs> I, could be a th- I should be a 13 in these. Yeah. Any Hooser. Uh, Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Indiana Hoosiers. <laughs> Top 10 basketball. We'll do that probably at some point. Top 10 basketball yeah. coaches of all time. Or movies of all time. Oh, number one. Oh, I want to know. What's your number one? We'll get. That's, that's, that's not a good that. That's a, maybe next week we'll do that. Uh, go farther. Go farther. If not, then why bother? <laughs> All right, so we're going to take another quick break. I don't break. Even know if that's my number one now that I think about it. Airbuds up there. Uh, do, <laughs> so do we actually have like the scripts for the sponsorships for the for the restaurants? Uh, I'm actually you won't even have to fill one out. Somebody's actually giving us a recorded one. Oh, um when are we getting, I'm just filling out mine. When are we getting that? Um I can he said he's almost finished with it, so it takes like They wanted me to do a podcast today for them. They're like, "Can you have your podcast come to our restaurant for the fish fry on Sunday?" And I said, if we had more notice, I'd be down to do that. We got, I, I had to set him up I was going to try to be yeah. around at 3 o'clock, but I'm about to text him here in a minute and let him know and be like, yeah, it's not going to make it. No. It's my fault. I woke up late. 
I didn't wake up late. Actually, I got up at 8 o'clock. I was just fucking around. Yeah, I was, I'm up almost every day with that dog, man. Barks all the time. I didn't tell you, so uh, Chaz hit me up out of the blue Yeah. last week. Hey, you want to play 2K? I forgot he had a PS4. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. I miss Chaz. I do a lot, too. Um, but uh, <laughs> I miss all of our friends. Yeah, we don't see anybody anymore. Yeah, no, I don't see you anymore because you fucking adult. moved. We're all adulting. You jerk. I'm in town every Sunday with you. We well, could... Yeah, but I mean, I used to hang out all the time. This is becoming now a sad episode as we speak. Yeah, we can <laughs> hang out whenever, dude. I'm always down. Uh, but, I, except uh, for working 65, 70 hours a week sometimes. Man, a lot of gets, events. It's going to get crazy with me, too, and I'll explain that to you in a second, too, when we get off the air. But uh, So um, we played 2K together on the park for a little bit, and uh, I made this new big guy. He's like 6'11", but he's a center that can shoot, and he plays defense or whatever. Defending sharpshooter. 3D. Yeah, yeah, defender sharpshooter. I yeah. did defender first and sharpshooter, and yeah, I only I only had three bra- three badges because I didn't put any work in the two K. This this two K nineteen's been rough. Uh, so Chaz was like, "Yeah, just get the shooting up, man. We can play again next time." The next day, I had fifteen badges and I <laughs> deep range dead eyed all this shit. He's like, "You did that in one night?" I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> like if I if I fucking try and put a couple hours into this thing, I can get a bunch of shit done. Like it was. I've been looking for an Xbox for you. I'm trying to find one because there's a, a lot PS4, of PS4. You make more money than me. And PS4. I, I thought about, I want to buy you that. I was gonna buy you the Xbox because my team's on Xbox. Well, fuck your team. Oh, dude, I dropped a 74 piece. Yeah, because like they're like, oh, go ahead, Andrew. No, it wasn't even that. Oh, it was ahead, like this. Andrew. So the first game that we played. So we'll explain to you since we we like talking e league stuff as well. Um, anybody that's ever played Rec Center on NBA 2K, there's only six minute quarters. Um, so imagine six minute quarters. I scored 74. Here's the deal. He took like a billion shots. No, I didn't. He Russell Westbrook the game. I took. Much. I took. <laughs> listen, I missed only ten or eleven. I know, but you took like fifty. <laughs> no, I took thirty-seven. That was it. Because he took like twenty-five threes and he had like twenty-one. Yeah, I of missed them. nine. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Not, so here's the deal. My guy. My it, it's actually that's my secondary character. That's gonna be my main guy. My main guy's a playmaking shot creator. So point guard. I'm not gonna. I'm making the big guy from now on. I made a six-seven shooting guard. He's, I enjoy a, that. he's a shot. He's a shot sharp. So if anybody knows that, that is shot creating sharpshooter. Six-seven shooting guard. So I'm like, all right, cool. Made this guy just because we get into debates all the time. Because like, I'm out of our group of friends who's good at 2K. I'm the best. Like that's hands down. I'm the best when it comes down to the rec stuff and stuff like that. Uh, my career for sure. Um, if it comes down to play now scenarios, there's a couple of us that are pretty good. Derek's up there. You're up there. I would um, be both, so I don't want to hear. I'm it. I'm pretty good. I'm not. I'm not great at it. Um, but it depends on what team. Like if you give me some historical teams, I'll kill anybody. It just happens like that. Um, but when it comes down to the my career and stuff like that and handling one player, I just kind of know how to run the teams usually. So we, I didn't have a shooter at the time, and they're all doinking threes, missing everything. And so I was like, dude, you guys fucking suck. And they're like, well, if you think you can do it better, then do it. And I'm like, so I made my guy. My guy starts dropping 40-point games, 30-point games, whatever. So I'm like, I can do it. I was like, I can play any fucking position. I'm better than you. This <laughs> is how this works, just being the asshole that I am. So we have a new group of friends that we play with, and – it's actually my friend Mike Badinsky, who is a avid listener of ours and also uh, will be on the channel eventually for UFC content. Um, I know we didn't even talk about that steep situation when we said we were going to. We did a still, little bit. Yeah, we still got time to talk well, about some what, other the stuff. The fight's coming up in August, I guess, so yeah. we'll probably have him on before then, I'd imagine. Um, but we play with a group of friends, and I told him, I said, if I bring up my shooter, I said I'm dropping 50 today. So first game we play, uh, Mike's on fire. He's he's got a sharpshooter as well. He plays shooting guard. My guy can move in between. His being six seven can play one through three clean. I mean, you play the four if you really needed him to. So I've only, I only took ten shots. I was missing. I was three for ten. So I was like, fine. I'll, a lot of them were contested because I was I was wide open in the corner a lot of the time. wasn't getting the ball on time. So I get pissed off and I'll just shoot it because I'm like, fuck you guys. I didn't pass it on time. 
Um, typical Andrew shit. But and so so Mike drops like thirty. He has a really good game and stuff like that. And then I said, I saw my matchup. So I they put me at the small forward again. So a shooting guard at small forward, but I'm six seven. They put their shooting guard at a small forward as well because they had two shooting guards. But he's six four and an eighty nine overall, and I'm six seven and a ninety one overall. So if you know how two K ranks happen, an eighty nine versus ninety one is a badge change. You go from like a not a VIP, but you go from the one right underneath there. I forgot what it's called. From the silver, so it's silver to amethyst. So I'm like, I'm better than him on like almost all levels. And I put I first shot. I said, if I make this first shot. I'm dropping fifty today. And so I make my first shot green, uh, means perfect release. And I'm like, dude, I'm dropping fifty. And then the guy who we just started playing with recently is like, fine, I want to see you do it. So he's not shooting. Everybody else is. So if you check my 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 half my halftime points i had like 45 or 49 so i literally dropped 50 at halftime and people are shooting so they're like i want to see you chase it at this point so mike goes out of his way and messages this guy at halftime and says he's about to drop 50 on here he's like he's about to drop uh he's dropped to drop 70 on your head and the guy said i wasn't even trying <laughs> and he's like he's like he's like he can't even do he it he didn't sucks. quit the guy was guarding the guy didn't did quit. not quit there's only two guys left <laughs> he did not quit this dude let me drop a 74 piece on his head and i think the exact ratings were this and like everyone's like well you you just shot the ball i didn't cuz i had three assists i i did this better than kobe's 81 i had three assists so if you actually i'll read off the stats here so first of all we didn't just like beat this team we demolished this team like of course if you drop 74 points you should have like a gross amount of points on the board as it is. We scored 100 in a six-minute quarter game or six-minute quarter games. Um, I ended with 74 points, three assists, shooting 26 for 37, 20 of 29 from three. I hit 20 threes in that game. My matchup had eight points. He was two for four. And then as a team, uh, shout out to to um, Work Bandicoot, who's a guy that we play with. He had seven points, fifteen assists, and five steals. And then our center had fourteen and eight. So again, he didn't. I didn't. Wasn't the only one on the team that scored in double digits. And then the guy who caught. He's actually the one that told me. He's like, I want to see the boy get seventy. Call for it. He better get it. So uh, Almighty Duke, who we played with as well, also had eleven and nine. He had zero points. I told him get the. I get. I tried to get him the fresh double double. But there's this weird cap that two K does for you. And I'm going to ask you guys the same question on my personal Twitter at Drew underscore UNC Fandrew, and I'd like to hear it from AK Swish Podcast from both AK Swish Pod on Twitter as well. And I'd like to hear from you guys because I don't know if you guys have ever come close to that. I know this is one of the highest from a rec center standpoint that people have gotten just like from like amateur players, not YouTubers and stuff. But I want to know if there's like a cap that they put on you because after 70 points, my bar would fill up but not like stop. Sometimes it just wouldn't stop. Like it made it harder for me to shoot. You know, like when you get to that cap point in Madden, they like make it harder for you to score. Like you start dropping more passes. Like I've racked up points in Madden. Like I put it on rookie, put on I had a full ninety nine team, scored like two hundred fifty four points. They start putting this cap on you, and I tried. We were trying to get the Kobe eighty one. Like we were like that close. You know what I'm saying? It was like the Kobe eighty one is like something that we can do, and it would just wouldn't happen. Like I literally, if you check my fourth quarter versus or my my fourth quarter versus my non fourth quarter. I was, when I had 49 with two minutes left in the third quarter, I was 17 for 20, 13 for 16 from three. And all of a sudden, it just became harder to shoot. It was crazy. But, yeah, it was a it was a, it was was a a moment for sure. My guy had zero points two minutes in the third quarter, so he scored within eight minutes. He scored eight points. Good for him. But, yeah. Shout out he to wasn't Ca- trying. Shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to Cast World, who got his ass beat in 2K. <laughs> you let a guy drop 74 on you, and you deserve this. Oh, my God. That was right. crazy, dude. So, uh. 
that was fun. Uh, we don't ever get to talk E-League, so it's good to know because I tell people, yeah, we talk about E-League shit. And, and speaking of... Uh, Fortnite Championship this uh, this week that just passed, by the way, the first place winners just took home $3 million. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> right, it's just like, you can be this good at video games and make money. All right, so we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk now about uh, USA Basketball. Andrew saw this story, too, and I definitely wanted to bring it up, uh, that basically a lot of players are pulling out. So... And, and I'm not talking about their of their fiancés. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 going in. So, but Hope now, but they're pulling out of this. So, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, how we would fix it, how we keep guys and make them stay, or is there a way to to rework USA basketball? We'll talk about that next here on the AK Switch podcast. Nope. <laughs> Back after this. <laughs> Because that means we're back. Um, <laughs> you would come back with a with a moan. Uh, so yeah, we're we're kind of breaking down USA basketball Ooh, now. Do I have to shit. You ever just have that overwhelming feeling to have to poop? No. Um, okay. So <laughs> basically, what's been happening? Uh, I don't know if you guys have saw this or not mm-hmm. in the news. Uh, a lot of players have been declining or taking themselves out of the running for USA basketball. The World Championships are coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, in the next few weeks, I think, month or whatever, something like that, mm-hmm. September maybe, I don't know. But they're coming up here. Um, yep. uh, recently, even guys like uh, Kevin Love, who else pulled out? Um, there was another name My I just saw. Didn't. Lillard pulled out too. Neither did your dad. Uh, well, 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 never mind. Uh, <laughs> we'll let that one go. Uh, That's a good joke, though. No, but like... Yeah, everyone is not wanting to play. I have I have a theory about how to do this. I have an answer too. So, do you want to hear mine first, or do you want to? You go first. first. I know this may not be what everyone wants to hear, and you know it, it's it's a rough spot because you want to see the best players all play on the same team. Mm-hmm. But I would prefer this go back to college. I mean, I actually, I'd be down for that. And maybe you mix in now because the way in 2022. Imagine like an RJ Hampton and like a. Well, I'm saying like, think about the draft too in 2022 when the, the high school athletes can start entering the draft again too. Maybe take a high school star or two as well and throw them Please in. don't do that. You got to be, you got to be like Zion high school level for me to take you. But I mean, like it's got to be that. There's there's a special talent guy like Amani Bates or whatever in 2022, like that kind of talent. Yeah. Jalen Green. Jaylen sure. Jalen Green's a sure. goat. Like that kind of talent, then I'll take you in. But like, make it about the kids in college. It gives them another reason to play college basketball because in 2022, if you've got enough talent, your ass is going to the pros. And you're going to be in the G League or you're going to play in the NBA right away. I mean, that's a lot of the best talent isn't going to be in college basketball anymore. And they're going to be strifled for a little bit. So now it's a chance to possibly work in some, uh, some more incentives to play college basketball. And hopefully at that point, you can work out a way to pay them to play for Team USA. But that's just my opinion. Andy, what do you think? Um, I just think these guys are a bunch of pussies and overpaid <laughs> pussies, dude. I'm, they, they put so much I don't in. even care about like the representation of your country thing as much as I care about... like. This is where free agency ideas are born. Yeah, this is like... <laughs> this is where LeBron and the Big Three was born. This is where... It's just like, it's the camaraderie. Like, represent, represent and win a medal. Like, that's like... For me, when I go over like some of the greatest players of all time, 
uh, gold medal kind of like sits up there. Like uh, getting that gold medal on that team, well, you're matters, an Olympian, you know yeah, what I mean. I mean you're a gold medalist. I mean, like that's that's a big deal. You know what I mean? That's a that's a repertoire that sticks out. You know, I just don't. I get you can get hurt, and I get all that other bullshit. It's just like, come on, guys, like just play. I get that you can get hurt, but you can get hurt in preseason. Some of you guys play in preseason. Do you think part of it... You guys go play in the Drew League, like Trey Young and Drew League. Like, he could have got injured. Montrezl Harrell's been playing a bunch of different leagues. I wonder if... And again, I, I hate to bring politics into this, but is it possibly, too, because of the whole situation with, with Trump? <sighs> of course could you that, would, you could, fucking news anchor. Well, I, I gotta, I gotta piece play, shit. play devil's advocate, I mean, at this point. I mean, like, d- because a lot of players are openly Democratic, and they, they aren't big fans of... Uh, the president currently sitting in office. I mean, do you think maybe that's partially a reason too why they say, oh, we don't want to play for Team USA because we don't like who's running the USA right we now. We don't like the guy with dementia. Did you hear about that? Trump has dementia. They're thinking that he has like an onset of dementia, which I feel bad for him. Well, he's, he's in his 70s, so it could be a possibility. Well, I've never, like, well, there's been like a couple of presidents that aren't 112 years old, all right, dude? Like, they're all old, but. Oh, uh, Obama was the youngest one, right? He was in his, what, 40s? No, I think the youngest still is JFK. I think JFK was still the youngest. I thought Obama got him when he got elected. Uh, I'd have to check, but like I was saying, getting back to what I was saying, it's just, it's a waste of, it's a waste of time to really just sit here and think, like, politically when you're like, really you should be paying attention to your resume and oh, how would that. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying we're that some of these We're both fucking guys. wrong. Who's the he? oldest of all time was Donald Trump at 70. Well, yeah, he's the oldest. The youngest. Uh, youngest was Teddy Roosevelt at forty-two. Really, never hear that. Yeah, that 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 weirded me out a little. Wow, cool. I know that. that's trivia for you guys. Yeah. Take that home, tell your wife. Be like, yeah, honey, I was watching the AK Switch podcast or listening, um, it's and okay, Dwayne. I found out that Teddy Roosevelt was the youngest president ever. Bitch, it's okay. Dwayne Johnson, twenty twenty-four, with a uh, running mate of Steve Austin. That's all I'm saying. So. <laughs> You want to get both parties on your... On your <laughs> Do I get a free beer? Is it guaranteed I get a free beer? No, we were talking about that yesterday. I was getting really hyped up for that, by the way. Because, like, can you imagine the campaign speeches? The Rock has come back to Iowa. <laughs> Do they ever even go to Iowa? Like, is yeah. Iowa a WWE Probably, I don't know, maybe like Des Moines or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, here's the deal. Do what you want to do, but, like... There's plenty of guys in the NBA, so we won't have to go back to college. I'm just letting you know that there's plenty of guys in the NBA That's that are more than willing. Like Demarcus Cousins right now, I'd be like, fuck yeah, I would have got nothing else to live for. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if he would, honestly. Oh, fuck yeah, he would. He has nothing to live for, dude. I don't think he wants to get hurt. Injury-wise, he, yeah, probably, he probably wouldn't, wouldn't but like, do it. It, based on where his career is at, some guys would do it. You know and what I'm saying? You, this like a Montrezl Harrell, like I just talked about, yeah. playing all these leagues, he would do it. The, the Lou actual, Williams would love to play for the USA. The Olympics itself aren't taking place until next year in 2020. So that, that Mellow needs something to do. That, fuck, <laughs> Olympic Mellow <laughs> needs to come back, <laughs> Olympic Mellow is the One only good Mellow. Because you ain't playing for a team right now, buddy boy, unless you're going overseas. <laughs> uh, he'll probably end up getting picked up. The by Lakers like, will probably Lakers, take him yeah. Yeah, for a minimum. Or Lakers or wherever Chris Paul goes. Please, Quiz, pick me up. <laughs> quiz! Quiz, my mom didn't come get me. Can you come get me? I still think Chris Paul in Miami makes too much sense, but that's just neither here nor there. I think Chris Paul to Cleveland to get rid of both Darius Garland and fucking, I can't even remember his name, Colin Sexton. That's That's how. That's how, that's how, like, forgotten he already is. It's like, oh, thanks for showing up for one season. We just got Darius Garland to replace you. Oh, but I was curious what your thought was about that. I mean, pussies, bunch of pussies. Is there a way to fix it? Do you just kind of just take the maybe the yeah, second a, tier stars, a, or do what do you do? Yeah, there's an easy way to fix it. Other guys are gonna go and play, and you won't. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it. <laughs> Someone's got to be there. Someone's got to put on the jersey. I don't know who it's gonna be. Maybe we'll do it one day. Who knows? Wait until like we're thirty, and then we'll do it. Yeah, I don't little know. bucket list. We'll take on Spain, the Gasol brothers at age like forty-five. 
Still part of they can, They're Spaniards. Yeah. So they're, they're going to play in Spain, yeah? Yeah, I we're going to take them on. We're going to take them on. Pascal Siakam, where is he from? Uh, Congo? Yeah, I don't know. He's Some from side. France, I think, oh, too. Oh, oh, I think he grew up in France. Oh, grew up in France, but where's but his origin? I think, he, I think he's from somewhere in... In the middle of Africa or somewhere in that. I yeah, know. I don't know exactly. I know it's... Senegal or something like that? Senegal, maybe? yeah, probably yeah, something Yeah, I think like it was that. something like that. I don't I knew remember. I it was one of... Yeah, it like, escaped my mind. Joel Embiid, I think, was from <laughs> the Congo. No, I don't think he was. I don't remember. I think he might be from somewhere like this, uh, like Senegal or something like that. I like to know where those players are from because they can ball the fuck out if they want to in the Olympics because they're the only, like, really good player. On their team, right? Unless you got like uh, Slovenia, where you have Slovenia, you got fucking what's the his Dragic's. face, Dra- Dragic, Both and you have uh, what's Goran, his face. Zoran. No, you also have what's his face, um, Slovenia. The fuck that I like a lot that I can't remember his name. Well, Luka plays Luka for Serbia, Dungeon. doesn't he? Uh, he played for Slovenia. Why, Luca? You're fucking you. Go. I don't know if he's Serbian or Slovenian. I, don't, I think he's both. Maybe I don't know. We'll find out. I think he is Serbian. Does he? I think he plays for them. But he won the FIBA Cup with uh. Remember he won it with uh, what's his face, or was that the Premier League Cup? I think he played with Real, didn't he? Madrid. I remember. I remember he won a championship with Goran Dragic, and I don't remember which one it was. I don't know. Regardless, I know half a trivial fact sometimes, and this is one of those moments. So we're gonna move on to uh, our next topic here coming up in a second, which is what's bothering Kyle. Are you ready? Um, yeah, I'm full. You're, you're, I already knew you're heated because like you've never wrote so much about what's bothering you in a text message, and like I appreciate it. Because it's also going to get us into our next episode here. So, yeah, I'm pissed. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's some. Uh, no, of no, 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 I, no, 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 You're listening to the AK Switch podcast on the Anchor app and wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, AK Switch podcast. You're on the Anchor app, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast. And again, I want to mention our podcast is sponsored by Spotify. Again, your one stop shop for everything you want music, podcasts, whatever. They've got it. Tune in, Spotify. Andrew, do you want to plug uh, our other sponsors? Yeah, uh, Elroy's, can, technically Elroy's right? Italian Deli Market in Fremont, Ohio, and Scarpetta's Fine fine Italian Dining. Uh, those ads will be coming soon, and just basically Moonshine Entertainment in general, which is the company that I work for, and uh, those will be coming soon, yeah. To segue, if you will, there's a man that works for one company that I hope to aspire towards one day. That is... Uh... Espen? Yes, and he, he made some comments Espen. this past week about... Something personal for me, involving one of my favorite players in the current game, and then also about a quarterback who he thinks still has a chance to win, despite currently probably playing at a dumpster fire as well. So listen to what Max Kellerman said about Michael Thomas and Aaron Rodgers. Here you go. Does Thomas deserve to be the highest paid receiver in the league? No, not the highest paid. He'll be the highest paid. But if you're really asking me, does he deserve it? We can always make the argument, well, this is how it works, and every new guy resets the market, and so whoever's next up deserves it. No, that's not how I'm interpreting the question. If, if, the, if the 
pay is supposed to be representative of the quality of the player. And if you're the highest paid, you're supposed to be the best. Or at least that you are among the best but with an arrow pointing up. Like you're, you're the trajectory of your career, you're still ascending. Or something like that. You could even make the argument if you're among the elite, maybe not the very best, but you've been huge in the playoffs. Or you mean something special to that town for whatever reason. Something like that. What I see in Michael Thomas is an excellent over... Now I hate to sound like your typical football analyst guy, but he is just an excellent overall football player. At receiver, he does everything you want that guy to do. And he deserves to get paid, and he will. He's in a position of tremendous leverage. But the highest, to me, that means you should be in the elite. I think they're going to get to another one. And partly that's because I do think he's the best I've ever seen. Right. And I do believe if you're that guy and you have a good enough team around you with good enough coaching, I don't want to hear a bunch of excuses. If you only ever make it to one Super Bowl, then to me, your position is justifiably downgraded. That's why I'm saying the pressure is on. Um, I, I know these are in football, small sample sizes in the playoffs. Odell dropped right. two passes. Hey, all I know is Odell, I told you, don't, don't mess up. You party my me. You dropped two passes. I'm going to base a lot off of that, right? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, if he's the guy I think he is at the quarterback position, is not someone, given the talent on his team, that hasn't been great, but it's been good enough sometimes to only make, one, make it to and win one Super Bowl is not good enough. I don't think he's that. I think he's better than that. And therefore, I'm saying they're getting to another, they're winning another, wow. and that that is important and says a lot about Aaron Rodgers. Wow, compelling stuff there, Kyle. You didn't even hear it. Did I know. <laughs> but it makes it think like I did, you know what I mean? So, this this moron uh, decided to come out. This bozo. This bozo decided to say that Michael Thomas, the wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints, you know the guy who had... 120,000 catches last year and caught for over 400,000 yards is not a elite receiver in the NFL. He went on to say that Aaron Rodgers will win another Super Bowl in Green Bay. I don't agree with the... the, the I agree with neither. I don't agree with the Michael Thomas thing at all. Why? Why, why, why do you say things that you know are just fucking stupid? Like, I don't get... I don't know. Ask Ryan Hollins because he's getting paid to do the same Ryan thing. Ryan Hollins is paid for hot takes. <laughs> Max Kellerman hot, is hot shits. Like hot. Max Kellerman is supposed to be a, a, a dignified host who has a portfolio of great shows. Sports Nation. I remember when he was doing some of that when he. And I, I, just, hey, I, just, I know you're getting really upset, but maybe someone was like, "Hey, Kellerman, we need you to do me a favor. We just need you to take a giant hot steaming shit right on the microphone for us. Can you do that?" And he fucking did it. <laughs> Michael Thomas, not elite. You know what? Hold on a second, because I I need to um. I was so heated on this because I have so many reasons why he is elite anyway. I'm going to give you guys his stats from this past season. Because it's pissing me off right now that, that this guy thinks that 125 catches for 1,405 yards and 9 touchdowns. 321 catches in his first three seasons. The most of any receiver in their first three years ever. Ever is not an elite receiver. You are smoking some sort of drugs, my friend, that I do not want to partake in. Crocodile. Probably. Where did where did this come from? Back to back hundred catch seasons. 
Every year in the league, over 1,100 yards. Are, are you kidding me? This guy has the nerve to say that not only does Michael the Thomas audacity. not deserve... That Michael Thomas does not deserve to be the highest paid wide receiver in the league. Name a guy doing it better the past three years. You may say there's some guys that are on his level because there is more than one elite receiver in the league. Julio Jones, Odell Beckham Jr., Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins. He's in that class, you fucking jerk off. And that's me saying that as a Saints fan and... As someone who knows who the fuck he's talking about when it comes to talent and seeing what fucking talent looks like, he doesn't deserve twenty million a year. Out of your fucking mind. Out of your fucking mind. Part two of this bullshit was after this after this fucking dude this 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 fucking guy who gets paid all this money to talk about sports to say that Aaron Rodgers. This fucking wing bat. At age 36, 35, whatever, on a Green Bay team that is depleted. Depleted. I don't even think they have a defense. I really don't. They're just going to show up and see what happens. Throwing out fucking scout team players. That'd be cool. Imagine. He's gonna, this guy. This guy's going to win a Super Bowl. Not in general. I mean, if you say Aaron Rodgers gets traded to somewhere like Denver or something like that, then I think they're that they're, yeah. <laughs> then we're, then we're talking. Now we're talking. Right, now we're right, talking. Yeah. But you said in Green Bay. Right, the on. amount of lunacy from some person to say something like this is beyond me. What trend, what, what draft pick, what person on that team, what players on that team make you think – that Green Bay is a title contender in a division that has someone we really like, and Mitch Trubisky in Chicago. With that fucking defense that just won 12 games this past season, a young quarterback who's growing, an offense that's getting better and added more pieces, a defense that's led by Khalil Mack, possibly the best defender in the league. A team in Minnesota who has a shit quarterback, but a good team otherwise. And then there's Detroit, which is, you know, whatever. Detroit sucks. But still, like, I mean, this... He's he's not even going to win a division He's not even going to win the fucking division But he's going to win a Super Bowl How many years left do you think Rodgers has? The difference between someone like Rodgers and Brady And Rodgers and Breeze And Rodgers and Manning to an extent Towards the end Manning got hurt more Hey fuck you Was that Rodgers gets hurt He misses time Supremely talented Amazing player Maybe the best arm tailing quarterback in the league today. But he's not winning shit. He is not winning a damn thing. He'll be lucky if he gets another division title in Green Bay. He'll be lucky. And you can bookmark me on that shit, Max Kellerman. Because now we became professional rivals. So this is this is ridiculous. You, you full-on lost me on the Michael Thomas bullshit comments you made about him not being elite. And then you decided to shake the dice up and throw this one out, too. Well, I'm shaking something else like that, but it's not dice, buddy, and it's for you. You fucking jerk off. That was a hot take. Come on. 
I agree. I mean, I don't. For I, him, I, yeah. What I, the fuck? I told you about the Aaron Rodgers thing. I mean, it depends on what Green Bay does. I mean, they can help him out. With what? I did a lot. I With mean, fucking what? I mean, build everything. They're awful. You can run a team, man. We know about that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the city can run a fucking team because that's who runs the fucking Packers, the city. I love cheese. I really do. I don't like cheese, actually. I don't put cheese in my sandwiches. And Isn't the that fucking weird? cheese head who's sitting in the fucking booth now taking back seats to Stephen A. Smith is talking shit about Michael Thomas and fucking Aaron Rodgers Ooh. winning Super Bowls in Green Bay still. It's been nine years, buddy. And that team was a lot different than that fucking team before than it is now. You be right. What a clown, man. What a clown. Yeah, that's not the hottest shit I've heard, but that's definitely uh, the, the, the Michael that's Thomas. A, that's the stupidest Mike, shit Tano, I've heard. The Michael Thomas one's up there. I've that heard is, some dumb shit some in my hot, life. That was that pretty was bad. That's hot dookie right there. I, I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm going to lose my voice because I, mean, I I think I've yelled you more in this episode. I would, I would fight Max Kellerman. You wouldn't fight him. I would him. fight Max Kellerman. You wouldn't fight him. I'd never get an ESPN after that, but I would fight Max Kellerman. I hope one day, I hope because he's still a relatively young man, I hope one day our paths cross. And you fight him? So I can look him in his eyes. And tell him. Do you know how full of shit you were? Do you know the now Hall of Famer, Michael Thomas, the guy who caught over 100 touchdown passes in his career, the guy who won two Super Bowls? You said he wasn't elite. So you're claiming that he's going to win two Super Bowls? I have a crystal claiming, ball. Are you claiming anywhere? Or are you claiming anywhere? Okay. Yeah, it's better. not about just the Saints. It's about the guy himself, the receiver. They were lost in New Orleans at the wideout spot. It was Jimmy Graham or bust. It was Alvin Kamara or bust at this point. Until Michael Thomas stepped the fuck up. This guy's a second-round pick. Mikalei Thomas. That's not how you say his name. That's not how you say Meekly Thomas. You're a rich girl. I almost had a brain aneurysm on fucking air. That's how bad this was. You go retarded? Is that what you're saying? You're going to go like... No, uh, that's that's saved for Mr. Max over there on, on uh, the first take set. Saying that, that Michael Thomas isn't elite. Isn't worth $20 Don't million a year. Out of your damn mind. Andrew, play the social so we can go. This is getting ridiculous. Uh, Drew underscore UNC fan Drew. Then you also have us at AK Swish Pod at Twitter. Fucking bozo. Bozo. You also got us at AK AK, AK Swish Podcast. You did on that Facebook. last time too. That's weird. AK <laughs> Uh Yeah, follow us. Just keep talking Listen. for a little bit. I gotta write some shit down. He's gotta write some things down. But yeah, do all that stuff. Give me your opinion about um, that. Tell me, tell me about, tell me like Green Bay's championship run and fucking Michael Thomas falling off the face of the earth. The Michael apparently. Thomas thing is a little weird. I don't know why you would say that when he's definitely one of the best wide receivers in the league. Is he the best? He's the best definitely in New Orleans and. And in a weak-ass division, he's, he's top tier. But, I mean, I don't know. I have a hard time. I have a hard time that's in Green Bay. Oh, excuse me. Wow, really? Am I boring you? No. <laughs> I just got comfortable. I have a hard time saying that Green Bay is going to be as terrible as you're making it sound. I mean, I get it. You're upset about it, but it's like. Can Green Bay turn things around? Possibly. It would take a lot, but I don't think winning another title in Green Bay would be super, super hard if you're Aaron Rodgers. And, like, he's even talked shit about that team. You know what I mean? So, like, it's... Where'd it come from? That's why I wanted to... Did you sit sit down at a production meeting before the show and say, huh, what can I say today to piss off a bunch of people? Oh, let's say this. That's Stephen A's job, not yours. For fuck's sake. (sighs) 
That's like saying Kirk Cousins is a Super Bowl quarterback. You just don't say that kind of shit, right? Come on. He is a Super Bowl quarterback. He's not, don't you do it. I'm Keller. Don't you now. fucking do it. No, you're not. And Michael Thomas is the second I, I, worst I, I receiver. I like you. I respect you. You're not Max Kellerman. He's the second. He lost my fucking respect with those with those comments. That was that, that was He's that the bad. second worst wide receiver in the league. Behind Corey Coleman. No, behind <laughs> uh, what's his fucking name? We were just talking about him. DeAndre Hopkins. The best wide receiver in the league. You're a rich girl. Oh my god. Just awful. Seriously awful. All right. That's gonna do it, guys. Again, I appreciate Bye. listening. Bye. Bye now. This, Have this, a good time. This was rough. This was this was I don't know if I'm red from Subburn or if I'm red from just getting hot because of this dude. I don't know. Like Everybody's getting hot, hot, hot. Do, 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 do. Andrew, I'm going to ask you to uh, press that space bar in a second here. Um, but until then, until next time, guys, uh, thank you for listening. Again, AK Switch Podcast. You know what would be really sad is when we just end the episode just like the Don't fuck it up, Kyle. Don't fuck it up, Kyle. You tried to make it like The Sopranos, but you told me. You wanted to it would have been good. It would have been really good. And you're like, people won't get it. Why? Yeah, most of our audience is like our age. Sopranos is a good show. I watched it. Good lord. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye, Catch you guys. Next time. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye now. <laughs> bye bye. Deuces. <laughs>